week, another Talking Dirty. Oh. Oh. All right. This week, we have a ton of college football information for you. ton of shit broke this week, so we're going to break that down for you. Uh, over in the MLB, we got some free agency moves. Uh, and then the NHL, we got jersey information. Jersey, what we fuck with, what we don't. Then on the NBA, John Wall. Hitting a wall, maybe? No. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah. Then we got uh, in the NFL the Week 12 recap, injuries, headlines, the playoff picture returns as we end the season soon, and then segments, of course, and your Week 13 pickums. Then over in pop culture, we got the Hawkeye Episode 2 and 3 review, and then the Book of Boba Fett trailer, and of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Christmas koozies equals love. Trademark it. Buy them. Buy them. $7. All right, let's get into it. To it, Ryan, how are you doing, man? Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, all's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else to say. Well, um, go. shout out to Brett Meter. We're in his top five for podcasts. Yeah, it's it's the rap Spotify season. rap. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure we're in other people's, but. I mean, maybe. They just didn't tell me. Yeah, they just didn't, you know, care. Share. Probably had a lot fine. more. You know, it's all right. We're, we're no part of my take <laughs> where everyone's, like, posting sentences. Yeah. Like, yeah. All our fans are, like, ashamed to be our fans. Yeah. So they're very closeted about it. They don't want to tell anyone. It's uh, like, yeah, I can't post this now. It's like, oh, shit, they made a top five. How embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh, yeah, but how about you? How are you? Um, doing all right. I had an emotional breakdown on Monday Night Football Why? because of fantasy football um, and Logan Thomas. I thought it was serious. No, I mean, it's serious in the moment. I thought you were like... I had Gerald Everett, and I could have won with Gerald Everett, but I dropped him for Logan Thomas, and I did not win. And they had that touchdown pass to Logan Thomas that they called back at the very end of the yeah. game. Yeah. I was torn. I told you to take Logan, too. No, I mean, I was going I I to do it anyways because I dropped... I drafted the guy. I held on to on to him for this long, and I was like, you know what? I'm confident in Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he looked good, but he just didn't get what I needed. So, but yeah, yeah, you know, I'm over it now. That's like it's tough in the moment, though. <laughs> anyways, new week. Let's get into it. College football. New top four. We had some crazy events last week. Rivalry week's always Rivalry crazy. week, yeah. We had uh, Michigan kick the shit out of Ohio State. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, there's two really cool shots from the um, celebration afterwards. One, yeah. uh, the one that, that you probably saw, the, the Mr. Brightside. Because mm. that's like, that's their thing. They sing Mr. Brightside. But whenever the field's covered in fans who storm the field. Yeah. And yeah. there's all seeing Mr. Brightside that second. And the other one was, uh, do you see Juwan Howard? No, uh, I see so he obviously he's the coach for the uh, basketball team there. Mm-hmm. He's a Fab Five guy. Played for the Heat, won two rings for the Heat. No biggie. Anyway, 
uh, Susie Kim was ever around the field with the rest of like the fans and stuff. Yeah, and he found Jim Harbaugh. So like, it's like head coach and head coach, <laughs> and he grabs like, no one believed in you. Like you, <laughs> you shut them all up. And, like there's like a whole there's like someone like captured on a phone. Yeah, of like him like seeing Jim Harbaugh like hyping him up, and <laughs> Harbaugh's like just smiling ear to ear. That was pretty. It's cool. like the Kevin Durant and Draymond Green meme. Yeah, but like Draymond in a good Green's, way. Like, hyping him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I. Did you see after the game like? The, they fucking met uh, Michigan in the locker, like in the tunnels. That's halftime. Or is that halftime? That's a halftime. Oh, that's even crazier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two teams were staring each other down and yeah. shit. That was halftime. I just assumed that was the end of the game. I didn't yeah. expect it halftime. No, at the end of the game, everyone was on the field and shit. The storm of the field. That's crazy. No, yeah, that was a half. That's the come out for halftime. Like they're about. They're trying to fight. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Bad luck for Ohio State. I, I'm sorry, the Ohio State. Yeah, no, I, I, our, our buddy Salter. Yeah. Rip, rip. He, his family's a huge Ohio State. His parents met at Ohio State. He, Ohio State's his biggest fan of math of anything ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, the whole time, like, we were sexing our group messages, like, dude, Michigan. <laughs> like, we're, like, hyping about Michigan shit like that. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, uh, so with that, the top four is now Georgia number one still, obviously. Michigan now moved up to number two. Alabama's now number three. They had a tough. They had a tough win, but they still won. But you know, Michigan kicked the shit out of Ohio State, so you got to give them credit where it's due. Absolutely. So you got Alabama at three and Cincinnati at four. Yeah. And then just outside, you have Oklahoma State at five and Notre Dame at six. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, there's there, there there could be that could be our playoffs right there, but obviously there's a lot of shit that can happen if uh, this because this week's championship week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Notre Dame. Is not a conference, so they're not going to be in a championship game. Um, Oklahoma State will, Michigan will. Literally every team we, we just mentioned in the top five is not Notre Dame will be in a championship week this week. If Alabama wins, uh, Alabama and Cincy and Michigan, if everyone wins except for Georgia, that's still going to be our top four. Yeah. Georgia can lose to Alabama in the SEC championship. Mm. It'd still be number one probably. Um, I – because everyone else has two losses or more, that'd be I, their first loss. I think you might have to move Alabama to one. No way. Georgia to two, Michigan to three. No. You don't think? No. I Well, Georgia and Alabama already played, I think, earlier in the year, and Georgia won. So if they split the series, and just because Alabama won the SEC championship, yeah. that'll be Georgia's first loss compared to everyone else's two. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they'll keep Georgia number one. It'd just be weird to have the team that you beat is still ahead of you in the rankings. You know? Yeah. Like like the, just a week after. Yeah, it's gonna be weird, you know, but I, weird. I, I I'm saying I I don't, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Um. Maybe if they do bump them down, they'll put Michigan one, in Georgia two. Mm-hmm. Um. But regardless, we're talking you about you don't want to have them play the next week either. No, absolutely. But what we're what we're also talking about a little bit, which we'll get into here in a second, with the other crazy shit. It's not just games. Mm-hmm. There's a chance for Notre Dame to get in, even though they don't play this weekend. Yeah. If I feel like if. Alabama loses, and Oklahoma State loses. Yeah. If Alabama loses to Georgia, they're out of the top four. Yeah, because it's For sure, because Oklahoma State will take over, mm-hmm. and they'll be Oklahoma State, Cincy, Michigan, and Georgia. But if Oklahoma State also loses, I could see Notre Dame sneaking in. That'd be wild. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Especially because... Because the coach of Carousel <laughs> was crazy this week in college football. A uh, ton of heartbrokenness. ton of heartbrokenness around college football. Um, so first up, Brian Kelly left Notre Dame for LSU. He's a clown. <laughs> I mean, it's a smart move. Why would you if you're Brad Kelly? Cause, yeah. 
Oh, because he, he, he's getting paid a shit ton of money. Shit ton of money. It's like 10 years, 94 million or something like that. Plus, like, Coach O wasn't the best. I love him, but he's not the best coach. He's an amazing recruiter, though. Mm-hmm. So he's all his talent at LSU. But Brian Kelly, I feel like, is a much better coach. Yeah. So, like, if you just bring this guy in with all this talent, I feel like something could happen next year for and LSU. Brian Kelly, see, I don't like the guy. But, I don't either. But, uh, but he he was a great recruiter, too. And here's one thing that like I feel like people are kind of like not thinking about. Uh, Notre Dame, because of it's, cause Notre Dame's Notre Dame, mm-hmm. a lot of these kids that uh, Brian Kelly could recruit from, like, the area, like Chicago, Indiana, that area, they couldn't because uh, Notre Dame requires a certain, like, level of standard for students out of the athletes. Uh, okay. Where LSU lets anybody in their They're fucking sister. Yeah, the they don't give a fuck. <laughs> so think about all the recruits that Brian Kelly couldn't get because of how hot a standard Notre Dame has for these That's athletes. True. That now like he can get the same quality of person in Louisiana to go to LSU mm-hmm. for a, practically nothing. Like it's gonna be I think he's gonna be great as an LSU. Yeah, it could be kinda of wild what comes out of LSU in the coming years. Yeah, I just don't like Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Yeah. He's, he's, he's weird. So with it, uh, so he held a team meeting 7 a.m. Monday morning. Uh, and his statements to the team lasted a total of like four minutes, I think. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. They, like People left by 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so someone had it like recorded on their phone. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch the recording. I should have. I listened, have, but it. I listened to Was it just ridiculous? I mean, it's just like, it hey, I know, you, I, know, I know I recruited you guys all here, but I'm out. It's like, see ya. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's like, you're, I love you guys. You guys are my family. Like, all oh, shit like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm out. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, it's a bad look. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, he texted them the night before. Yeah, he said, like, team meeting 7 a.m. Yeah, dude. Like, I wouldn't have gone. I would have, I would have definitely not gone. Yeah, I would have been like, no, I'm not going. I know what this is. Yeah, but the, I, I, some, I heard, I think Billy Football said on part of my take. Yeah. Like, most college, like, athletes they're up and about doing lifting it's probably just before lift so you yeah. kind of had to go because it's like yeah. you have other team shit to do too True. where like we're Notre Dame's very strict and shit yeah but I probably would have also been like fuck him I, I would so, say I'm taking a shit even if I was yeah, I would, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like yeah that's the amount of time it would have taken take, like just take a shit like yeah four minutes you know but uh then the next one um Lincoln Riley <laughs> he, he essentially just fucking ghosted Oklahoma and bailed for USC. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, was a parent. So there's rumors, and I don't know if these are true, because it's kind of crazy, but that, but essentially Lincoln Riley was knowing he was going to go to USC for the majority of this year. That's that's the crazy part to me. I, I know. And it's very ridiculous, but it, it goes into saying that all of his recruits from last year lived in California, mm-hmm. or at least the majority of them at the very least. Um, and that they're essentially going to like transfer or like switch their commitment to USC now that Lincoln Riley's going over. Yeah, they kind of jump PM, PMT. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that. yeah. So like, that's that's fucking wild. That that is wild. <laughs> um, I see. I don't get why they wouldn't just say, "Hey, we'll go to USC." Yeah, to Lincoln Riley. If you're getting recruited <laughs> by Oklahoma, you can definitely get into USC mm-hmm. for a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, "Just go to USC. I'll see you guys there in the end." <laughs> like that's what I would do. Dude, um, fucking crazy, man. Wait, not, uh, not to put a, not to like, I kind of put a pin for Lake Riley for a second because I forgot to say this with Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, if, why, if you're him and you got hired by LSU, why can't you just be like, hey, can we like wait until after the season? You have two, like one more game left. Oh, that shit gets out, dude. 
Boosters probably can't keep their mouth shut. I, yeah, I know, but like, why can't he be like, like, why does he have to stop being a coach at Notre Dame now? Yeah, yeah. Like, why can't he be like, can I start when I'm done here? Yeah. Because we have one more game at the bowl game. Yeah, exactly. Or a playoff game, or, too. Yeah, yeah. But, but now, if, if that crazy scenario we talked about, Notre Dame that. gets in the top four, mm-hmm. that would be hilarious. Yeah, it would Where be. they can make it without Brian Kelly because he was already gone. Mm-hmm. And then the interim, they said, I think Notre Dame said that they're not going to have a interim. They're not going to have a head coach per se. They're like being well, weird. play calling. That's what I'm saying. Like, is yeah. there, I think there's being like coach by committee with like all the coordinators and shit like that, or like group effort. It sounds like that'll work out. But I think part of my take also mentioned if they make the playoffs. Yeah, you got it. They're not doing that, that little gimmick shit. They're going to do it for the whole game. Yeah, exactly. they're not going to do that for like the uh, college football playoffs. And true, true. But go back to the yeah, Lincoln Riley. Sorry, but, no, but it's. He went on, like, Colin Coward, like, after the announcement, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, I have so much love for Oklahoma and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, right, dude. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of, like, you know, trying to cover your own ass at this point. Like, I, I don't know, man. College coaches have the loyalty of a stripper on Saturday morning. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's oh, crazy. Just yeah. heartbreak. Just breaking hearts left and right. Absolutely. Uh this is gonna be. This is one of my weenies that I replaced, mm-hmm. but it ties more into this than it does in NFL. Yeah. How about now, after the Brian Kelly Lincoln Riley were announced at USC and LSU, mm-hmm. of course, Urban Meyer was like, "Yo, I'm sticking around. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna see, try to see this thing through." Like, dude, you're only really saying that because you just realized you didn't get the job. Well, not, they, the top two. They were asking him about Notre Dame too. We guys on Notre Dame in Oklahoma, and he's one. Yeah, that. he wanted USC. Well, yeah, I think he he did come out and say something after, but the Notre Dame apparently, I think they gave it to Marcus Freeman, is what I read. I don't think they have it yet, but maybe that's I mean, probably that's really. Like, I mean, I feel like they they're they're not going to replace him until mm-hmm. that good show after the season. Yeah, he might be the interim or something. So that, like that. could be the guy who like they're going to hire. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, I still love how Urban Meyer's like, you have to commit to the Jaguars after <laughs> the jobs that he's been tied to so, USC. Oh, so there's no shot? Okay. <laughs> there's been rumors about him in USC literally all season. Put on my Jaguars hat. All yeah. Right, let's go. <laughs> he's, he probably read the news with Lincoln Riley. He came in the next thing, and instead of just like letting the rumors linger, he just shut him down immediately because yeah. I was interested in you know, USC job. Yeah, right, Urban. But uh, anything else in college football? Uh, ACC championship. Yeah, Wake Can Forest. Can uh, go right now on uh, HeismanHouse.com, like the Heisman uh, Trophy.com. Yeah, it's asking fans to vote for Heisman winners, mm-hmm. and what I think it's doing, it's help. It says, "quote It helps decide who becomes finalists." Mm-hmm. I think it's just like you know, every writer has a vote mm-hmm, uh, yeah. that holds this much weight. I think they're pulling all the fan votes and making it like one person essentially in the voting. Wow, I like that. Kenny Pickett's leading. Like forty percent of the votes are kidding. Nice, that's great. Yeah, the guy who's gonna win the Heisman, Bryce Young, is like one percent from Alabama. Um, yeah. But like the fans are every lose again. The fans are just going straight. Justin May lost his pit. Um, and I so I think I saw today that Kenny Pick is officially on the ballot. It's officially a finalist. Like he's like gonna it. be in New York. Like it. I, oh, I hope so. He's going. He's going to the ceremony. He's probably not gonna win. Yeah. But whenever it shows the four candidates and talks about them, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett's gonna be one of them. I like. I love that dude. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's take it over to MLB. Yeah, all right, I'm doing MLB. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably should have my notes ready. I was not ready for that. Anyway, the MLB, crazy, crazy mm-hmm. shit is happening this last week. Well, technically two weeks because we didn't do MLB last week because of Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Give thanks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, so as of last night, let's say Thursday. Yeah, as of last night, mm-hmm. by Wednesday at 11.59 p.m., 
The MLB lockout has officially begun. The wow. owners have voted to uh, unanimously to lock out the players. So that <laughs> we're in the midst of an MLB lockout. It's hilarious. Next week, Brett Meader said he if, most likely will come on to explain the whole reason for the lockout, the whole reason for the CBA, mm-hmm. all the more like detailed shit about the lockout. But in the meantime, uh, I'm just going to say we're locked out. Yeah. Because the lockout was coming, everyone looming, everyone knew the lockout was coming, free agency popped the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone wanted to get signed. Everyone wanted to get signed their new deals, get their signing bonuses, to know what city they're going to have to live in next year, all before the lockout because they, they don't know how long this is going to last. Smart. So, Makes sense. Yeah. So we're, mm-hmm. last year, we had like no free agency movement when free agency opened. Mm-hmm. This year, it was like an NBA or NFL where everything's popped off right away. So I'm just going to get through a few of the signings. Um, no offense, I feel like usually you're not going to have too much input for a lot of them. Some of them. So I'll try to, yeah, I'll try to like throw a little like lines in there with it. But the biggest one right off the top, the one you can definitely comment on, is Max Scherzer to the Mets, three years, hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah, that's huge. Um, because we did lose some uh, talent in our pitching game, but he's <laughs> we. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> Big baseball head now. <laughs> you're, you're a big seaman. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's definitely older, but I think he can still bring a lot to the table and help us out. Was a lot of money, but hey, there's no salary cap in baseball, so. Wait, I'm it. Huh? I, I don't know why. I think it's funny. We, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, the Mets did really good so far. Oh, they did very good so far. They lost a few guys, mm-hmm. which you were kind of alluding to there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no St. Guard a couple weeks ago, but they also lost. Actually, I'll just get to that one. And now, Marcus Stroman, pitcher Marcus Stroman mm-hmm. from the, the Mets, have signed a three-year $71 million deal with the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a big loss right there. Mm-hmm. But with Max Scherzer, real quick, that may be the greatest pitching one-two, maybe of all time, uh, of what's faced DeGrom and Scherzer. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, yeah, Tom DeGrom. <laughs> I like it. No, no, no. Uh, what's his name? Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Like, great one-two punch. Mm. Um, Corey Seager, uh, big big name from the Dodgers, has signed a 10-year, $325 million deal with the Rangers. Yeah. The Texas yeah. Rangers have entered the chat. Mm. I'd say right now, off before we get into it. What? They pulled a Bulls. Yeah, dude. Well, the Rangers. like something in one night. The Rangers and Mariners and... The Mets had a great mm-hmm. free agency so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Corey Seager's a great pickup for the Rangers, and we'll get to some more Rangers talk here in a second. Um, but recently, one Cy Young winning pitcher, Robbie Ray, signs a five-year, $115 million deal with the Seattle Mariners. Um, so like I guess okay. Seattle had a big, big couple days too. Um, Robbie Ray is a great pitcher for the Blue Jays, but now he's going to be in Seattle. Um, next, Blue Jays kind of stopped the bleeding by getting pitcher Kevin Gaussman to a five-year, $110 million deal. Wait, Rob, no, Robbie Ray played for the Rays, not the Blue Jays, sorry. Um, but Kevin Gaussman in the Blue Jays, good Wait, good Robbie Ray played for the Rays? I think so. Dude, why do you not just stay there your whole life? But did he? Either Rays or Blue Jays. But, like, if, if, if I'm playing, I'm just saying, I don't know what it is. But, like, if I'm playing. Oh, Robbie Ray is Blue Jay. My name is Robbie Ray, and I'm playing for the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. I'm just staying a Ray my whole life. Or the Blue Jays, make it rhyme. <laughs> Blue Jays, Robbie Ray. Yeah, but Ray and Ray. Yeah. I guess. Hey, we're the Rays. <laughs> yeah. The Mees. Hey, go <laughs> me. Hey, oh. Uh, Rangers back on the map with Marcus uh, Semyon. Number, uh, we've said that mm. name a bunch recently. Uh, from the Blue Jays, he signed a seven year, $175 million deal. Okay. Pretty big. 
Um, Twins are signing a seven-year, $100 million extension with outfielder uh, Byron Buxton. Okay. Um, that's a pretty solid one. Wander Franco signs an 11-year, $182 million deal with the Rays. Okay. okay. Uh, Wander, what he's going to spend that money on. <laughs> it's a Wander. <laughs> um, the Mets signed Sterling Marte to a four-year, $78 million deal. Love it. Yeah, I, I agree. Marte Parte is in New York. Absolutely. Um, I hope they stay healthy. I, I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I like. I hope he can get back to like circa uh, Pittsburgh Pirate days. Yeah, because like he he went to like where the Diamondbacks after us, and then the Marlins, and then the Marlins. And his wife died at some point too. Yeah, he's had a rough between in, yeah between the injuries and his like wife passing. He had a really rough time. Mm-hmm. So I hope he can get back on track. Yeah, I, I hope he kills it because I I, I want to I, I feel bad for that guy. I want him to succeed. Yeah. Uh, next Pirates re-signing Yoshi. Don't know his last name. I just call him Yoshi all the time. His name's literally Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a one year deal. Okay. Cool. Um. Pitcher John Gray signs a four-year, $56 million deal with the Rangers. More Rangers talk. Mm-hmm. There's Stroman. Uh, pitcher Steven Matz signs a four-year, $44 million deal with the Cardinals. Uh, Matz played most, pitched most of his career with the Mets. Um, and apparently he told Cohen, his major told Cohen that, uh, yeah, dude, we're coming back to the Mets. Don't worry. And Larry last second <laughs> pulled his rug out and said, psych, and went to the Cardinals. Pulled um, Brian Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, the Pirates signed uh, two-time Golden Glove catcher Robert Perez to a Roberto Perez to a one-year deal. He's like an older guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last big one is the Tigers signed Javier Baez to a six-year, hundred forty million dollar deal. Yeah, that's tough. Um, yeah. Didn't the Pirates lose somebody big for like prospects and shit too? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, that, that was my free agency move, so I didn't say it yet. It's me that bunch. Um. The the moves that have, we have not seen just quite yet. Um, the Rockies are trying to re-sign Trevor Story, but apparently Seattle is also talk. We're also talking to him before the lockout began. Long story. Um, the Mariners were also looking into Chris Bryant. Okay. Uh, so if they can get Trevor Story and Chris Bryant, that's kind of nuts. That's, and yeah. and we'll get to the headlines. We'll say right now they also traded for Adam Frazier. He used to be on the Pirates. Uh huh. That guy's really good from us. We traded to the Padres. Yeah. They just traded. Mariners just traded and got him too. So the Seattle might be back, dude. They might yeah. be back. Um, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, he's on the Red Sox right now. Uh, where he was, he's mm-hmm. raging now. But he's looking for a three or sixty million dollar deal from whoever. And then Freddie Freeman, the uh, from the Braves, who just won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Braves and Yankees are interested in him, and he wants a six-year, $180 million deal. Right. I I think it's a silly talking about money with sport, uh, baseball. Yeah, like, why do they even... <laughs> it kind of just announced the contracts, like a big middle finger to everybody. No, dude, like... It's I, like, yeah, fuck you. There's a lot of moves I didn't write down, like a lot of the one-year deals I didn't mm-hmm. write down, because they're just like, kind of like journeyman guys. Yeah. But they're still like $12 million. That's crazy. For one year. Like, that's usually like reserved for like... Mm-hmm. And one year deals for like in other leagues with salary caps aren't that big by any means. Exactly. All right, headlines. So I just said how the Padres traded for Adam Frazier. I mean, the Padres traded Adam Frazier to the Mariners for Ray Kerr and Corey Rozier. Um, the one you were alluding to, though, was the Pirates traded Golden Glove catcher Jacob Stallings to the Marlins. Um, he just won the Golden Glove when we traded him. Uh, it's all part of the. Wait, th- are you doing good right now? Get the. It's here. part of the plan, dude. It's part of the plan. We got, we got, we got a prospect and a pitcher, bud. We got a prospect and a pitcher. It's part of the twenty twenty five uh, short plan. They kill me. They just fucking kill me. Yeah, we already replaced him with a. He's a, 
Right, Jacob Stallings. No, is a I know one- they, they did like actually do something more than they normally do so this he's, year. He's a one year. He's a one time Golden Glove winner. Yeah, yeah. We got an old washed up two time. <laughs> they looked at it and they said two time. You're a two time. Well, screw this one time. Yeah. We're gonna take a two time Golden Glove catcher. But like, didn't that move break first though? Yeah. But yeah. So like that days. happened, and I was like, these motherfuckers. Like man. a week, a week yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Like this happened last weekend. Whenever like. I want to say like Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we signed Perez right before the lockout. Yeah, like Perez isn't that good; he's a goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, then the only other headline I have besides all the free agency stuff was: um, Do you remember? Uh, you have to. You, you probably don't. But you have to put your thinking cap on here. Remember how I was talking about with the Braves all season? How they had Acuna Junior hurt, and then there's the other guy who beat his wife, and he didn't play all season because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcel Azuna. Okay. Uh, well, the, they finally, the MLB finally stepped in and took some action against him and suspended him 20 games. But get this, get this kicker. Since he, since the team uh, and him, him decided he's not going to play all year this year, they said, oh, you served for 20 games, so he's playing opening day next year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, that's literally how, like, in KDR, we had, uh, we were suspended for, no. The KZ got in trouble for the John Wall juice, yeah, and we we're attached to them for it. And like the whole time, we we're like wondering if we we're gonna get in trouble and stuff like that. Yeah. So we punish ourselves, and the school's like, <laughs> remember that? School's and after's like, you guys punish yourselves, you're good. <laughs> That's literally what I thought of immediately. I was like, you guys didn't have party all semester, you're fine, no probation for you. And that's literally what happened here. It's like, oh, you like you suspended yourself for all of like last season. All right, you don't have to take a twenty games suspension. You, you can come back. Jeez. So that's kind of wild. Yeah, that is funny. Um, all right, let's take it over to NHL. Um, I'm gonna need you to look at your phone. Because right. I I sent you a few things for later in the headlines. Yeah, yeah, those two. Then I also text you another. Okay. Um, just we're, we're, that's the last thing we'll get to. But just letting you know, just making sure you're ready for it. I'll catch you off uh, off guard. All right, stop me if you heard this before. Brad Marchand is suspended three games for being a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> answer. But he he did. Yeah. yeah Brad Marchand's a piece of shit, and he got suspended three games on Sunday night. Uh, Marchand took Vancouver's defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh, he took him down to the ice by doing a slow foot move. Have you seen? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen it. Where he basically just kicked out the other guy's skates. It's highly, <laughs> highly illegal in the NHL because that's you get you fall to ice, hit your head. That's very, very dangerous. Um, God. And like the replays, literally, he just it's just crazy that out. they all they all play for either the Capitals, the Flyers, or the Bruns. Our, our biggest rivals, scumbags. And, and I mean, yeah, it might be. Our, I, they are scumbags. But it's just funny because it's like all of our rivals that yeah. we think are scumbags. True, but like they're kind of notorious for it. Yeah, well, it's funny because uh, PFT always says how the Penguins are dirty. Yeah, but we're never going to remember us being dirty. Like, like how even being accused dirty. of it. Yeah. Aside from like Flyers fans. Yeah, like, we get chippy sometimes, probably mm-hmm. in games. But we don't ever have like dirty plays. Yeah. Um, all right, next, the Fenway Sports Group officially uh, purchased the pens. I think it's just waiting on the league to approve it, but there's, it's going to approve it. Yeah. Like, the deal's signed. They say no. It's over. It's basically, it's over with. It's mm. it's done, and the league just has to officially approve it. But I think by January 1st, that will be officially the owners of the Penguins. Majority owners. Like, uh, I think Lemieux still owns part of it. Well, that's good. Yeah, like, I, I just hate that it's him and him and Berkdorf aren't the. Uh, I just hate that Fenway Richard. Sports Management owns the Penguins. Dude, LeBron. I know, but like it's just, Matt Murray has been waived by the Senators. He cleared waivers. Now he's assigned yeah, to the he's NHL. Doing rough right now. Man. I think we should try to get him. I, I think we should try to get him. Maybe, but like, and I think because I don't like to Smith our backup now. 
And I think if we have Jari's been killing it, but yeah. Jari's needs a backup. And if we have Matt Murray, who take all the pressure of him being a starting goalie off his back, maybe because he's a mental case. Because think about how good he was that he just fell off a bridge when his dad died. Yeah, like it's all in his head. I think. Yeah, probably. I think he can't handle the pressure of being a starting goalie. Mm-hmm. No, I think if if he's cool with being a backup, then yeah. I think, I think he'd rather be a backup than play in the AHL. Possibly. I don't, I don't know what he th- – I don't watch like interviews with Matt Murray, really. So Yeah. Um, the same kind of situation happened to Vander Kane. The Sharks wave at Vander Kane. Uh, they clear waivers. Now he's uh, designated for assignment to the AHL. Okay. Vander Kane's that guy from the Sharks who's suspended right now for domestic shit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just like a goon, kind of. He's like, he's like a, a better hockey goon. He's like, if you took all the goons – yeah. Like, in the NHL, like, history and shit like that, he's probably the most skilled. Mm-hmm. But he's also the guy to, like, he's also or you need someone to hit, I'll, I'll go do it. Yeah. Yeah, like he's athletic, but he's, like, also, he hits. All right. In fights. Um, Connor McDavid becomes the fourth fastest player to 400 assists behind Gretzky, Lemieux, and Stan Statsny. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Makes sense. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, all right, now here comes the jersey segment. Um... First of all, the Pens are bringing back this one. I did not send you a picture of. The Pens are bringing back the bl- uh, throwback black with the Pittsburgh diagonal across the chest jerseys, okay. December 11th. Those jerseys are some of my favorite jerseys ever. Um, I got the reverse retro last year, which is the white version of that. But uh, as soon as I can, I'm buying one of these jerseys. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, next, I sent you it on Instagram. The uh, Winter Classic game between the Preds and the Tampa Bay Lightning have their jerseys have been released. Okay. Uh, I just want to hear your see your initial thoughts. Wow. Okay. So, you know how like in Instagram when you send like when there's so many pictures in a in a yeah. one post, yeah, it sends the one that you were on. Yeah. So like all I saw was the Nashville 22 on the yeah. Nashville one, and I was like that sucks. But then I saw the front. Smashville. Smashville. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. I'm back in on this jersey now. All right. So they're very generic, but like. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't say I don't like it. Yeah, what about the uh, lighting? Let me look at the lighting. So, ah, definitely Smashville takes the the rain. So, but I do like these bolts bolts jerseys. So I hate the bolts jerseys. I think they look so dumb. Um, Matt made a good point that they look more like a sur- a wave than it does a lightning bolt. Valid. Yeah, um, I don't like the bolts at all. Smashville. Smashville. I I love Smash the term the the name Smashville. Yeah. I just wish they chose a different font and made it less like bulky. Or that logo shouldn't be. In or the, the logo shouldn't be there. They should be up on like like the like the patch area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think if you you shrink down, I don't like how Smashville is like two blocky like things stacked on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, you can improve this. I think you can make it one line Smashville like Nashville mm-hmm. and make it like. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like the font. Yeah, me I being love the rest of the jersey. This is solely because of the name Smashville. The name. And Nothing about this jersey. Oh, I, I like the rest of the jersey. I love the other dress of the jersey. And I love the name Smashville. I just think mm-hmm. they gotta change a different font. See, I'm not really big on the jersey, but it's just Smashville, and it takes the cake for me. That's great. <laughs> That's no, I, I, I think the jersey's great, honestly. Especially because compared to the rest of their jerseys, mm-hmm. they don't have any jersey of all time that looks like that. That's like a typical hockey jersey. Gotcha. They always have like the weird like because they're because they're a newer team. They're like a expansion team. Yeah. So they have like weird two thousands. Their throwbacks a weird two thousands one. Fair enough. Um, and then the other jersey, the last jersey I sent you via text, is the Team USA hockey jerseys for the Olympics coming up. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. These are like soccer jerseys to me. What? Kind of. 
Are you high? Not yet. Um, like, so what's with like the all blue one? I'm not a big fan of that. No, like, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I like the yeah, other. I, like I mean, the if, I, if 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 it was like I had to pick one, I think the white one's the one I prefer. Like the white, the majority white with the blue and red stripes and lettering in the middle. I don't know. It kind of looks like soccer jerseys to me. Just not a fan because of that. They look too slim. I don't know. I, I like them a lot. I thought I was talking to uh, Dom to Caesar uh, mm-hmm. Gordy about yeah. this. Um, he's texting me about it, and he's like, "I don't like them because I like the old ones better." I'm like, "Well, it means you don't. These aren't. I don't. I think these are fine." I I agree though. I don't like the all blue ones. Yeah, the all blue ones weird. I think I think it's cool for a non Olympic jersey. If it was like a team jersey for Olympics, I want the I want the white and the red in there. I I think number one. I think the, my number one is the white. Is it too crazy to have a full American flag for a jersey? That's like a lacrosse thing. Uh, okay, I didn't know lacrosse. I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know if it is. I'm just saying I can see that as a lacrosse jersey. Okay, I, I didn't know. I don't know lacrosse jerseys to compare. Or for the reference, you know what I mean? I'm not familiar. Yeah, but think about like what sport would have a whole American flag as a jersey. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I don't like this. You're a lax that deep down, though. Yeah, dude. All right, so do power rankings, and I'm, I'm gonna send myself for NBA. All right, um, power rankings. Not for me. That's NBA. It does for me. This is from uh, NHL.com or something like that. Uh, number one, Maple Leafs. Number two, Capitals. Number three, Oilers. Number four, Hurricanes. Number five, Panthers. Number six, Avalanche. Seven, Lightning. Eight, Flames. Nine, Rangers. Ten, Wild. Fourteen, Penguins. Why well, we get we're improving? Yeah, I mean, we got Crosby. Crosby's been back for a couple games. He's doing good. Jari's been killing it. Mm-hmm. Jari's been absolutely. He's been. He had like three shutouts in a row last week. That's insane. So, uh, yeah, that's NHL. That's MLB. That's college football. Let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the mm-hmm. rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Jason, how to do good, but not like that good. All right, why well, say record? So that's all I'm here. That's fine. I mean, all right, it's the truth. All right, well, uh, I want him to show up, Herbert. Well, this is well. This is NBA, uh, not right. not NFL. We're recording Thursday, so it's that Thursday night football. All right. Well, NBA. <laughs> um. All right. Just a fair warning. Yeah. We. I don't have a watch for NBA. It's all right. I have. It's, all, it's only you know mid season. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. NBA is kind of like the second biggest sport right now, but hey, it's, it's all right. I have ten injuries. <laughs> ten injuries. Three headlines, an and one instead of a deep three. And zero fucks. Uh, players of the week, and then power rankings from Ryan. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be the majority of our segment because now I'm doing the power rankings myself. I actually actually can like give you my reasonings why. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it with our 10 injuries, big time injuries this uh, this last week in NBA. Um, I, don't, I believe I mentioned this last week, but it wasn't official yet, so I'll just reiterate it. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Porter Jr. is officially out for the season. Last week, it was a maybe. This week, it's a definitely. Yeah. He got back surgery. Hopefully, that's the last back surgery he needs. Mm-hmm. The last back treatment he needs, and he's fine because they just paid him a shit ton of money. Um, and he's a good player, too. But, yeah, he's out for the season. Officially. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, the Magic rookie, Jalen Suggs, is out with a fractured thumb. There's no timetable on that. Damn, he was killing it too. Yeah, no, I don't think surgery is needed though, so it mm-hmm. should be just like a couple weeks. Magic are kind of formulating something decent. They have a they have a lot of good young guys. Yeah, like Cole Anthony, Suggs, and uh, 
Don't they have, they have Wendell Carter Jr. And don't they have Mo Bamba? They have Mo Bamba, who's really coming to his own the last couple of years. Yeah, because like he was nothing when he first like got drafted out mm-hmm. of college. Um, but yeah, uh, next Joe Harris is going to miss six to eight weeks after getting ankle surgery. So Joe Harris, that's a big hit for the Nets. Man, Obviously, it's not Nets. one of their big stars, yeah, right. but he uh, definitely he, he definitely helps having a three point like automatic walking bucket. You know? Yeah. Um, Next, John Morant is out for a few weeks. There's not an exact uh, timetable, but they did confirm that he has a knee injury, and it's not a serious. He that's avoided good. a serious knee injury. Yeah, he's been doing great this year, too, so yeah. it's good that he's going to be able to come back at some point. I read just knee, so I'm assuming, though, since it's a couple of weeks, he's probably has sprained something. Mm-hmm. ACL, MCL, whatever. Um, just take the rest he needs, because you know, it'd be a shame for him to come back too soon and get... And, and more actually, devastatingly injured. Yeah, because if it's, if it is like a a, a sprained tendon like that, mm-hmm. it's yeah. very easily rippable mm-hmm. or anything. Honestly, like exactly. I had, and the I, way the guy plays, like he he probably would do something like that. Absolutely, I I sprained my MCL twice in the same like, mm-hmm. but one it was got dislocated, it got sprained on dislocation. The other one I just basically had a minor rip. Um, next, Gordon Drogic. It's not an uh, injury, but he will uh, take a leave of absence for personal reasons. Um, he said he's still going to work out and stay in shape, so whenever he does come back, he's fine. Um, he's been, like, very okay for the Raptors, but he apparently has been, like, according to Nick Nurse and other coaches, um, a lot of people thought when he got there, since he didn't want to get traded from the Heat to mm-hmm. Raptors, that he's kind of be, like, one of those, all right, fuck this place type of guys. But yeah. he totally embraced all the young players and be a good role model and shit like that for them. Um, but so I hopefully – obviously, I love Drogic, so hopefully he can figure this personal stuff out. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't like when seeing people, my guys hurt. Um, next, Zion Williamson has yet to play this year with a fractured foot from last offseason or last year. Um, he looked like he's trending upwards. He's about to come back like, literally any day now. Uh, and he had a quote unquote setback. So he's out for a little bit longer. That's, that sucks because Zion's so good. Yeah. Um, and it's just because he's a chonk boy. I always just say it's kind of. I feel like it is kind of. He's always hurt because he's a chonk boy. Because all his injuries are lower body, (laughs) and it takes forever to heal because he's just carrying around like three hundred pounds. And it doesn't help because like every commercial. I mean, I'm not like an active person, obviously, but like every commercial I see Zion in, he's like on the couch eating Doritos, playing video games. Yeah, I'm like so fat. Yeah, you need to like. I don't. You need to like help your brand here a little bit. Dude, you're a first overall draft pick. You look like me right now. (laughs) You look like me. Yeah, kinda. I mean, and out of shape. Yeah, dude. I mean. Uh, yeah, that uh, you're right though. He's not. Just, he's just not helping his cause. You know, not at all. Um, next Dame is out ten days with abdominal tendo tendo path. Ten, ten An abdominal path. Nintendo path. Yeah. <laughs> Tendinopathy. Tendinopathy. That's me sounding it out. Yeah, fuck med school. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I hate. I hate talking <laughs> about these injuries sometimes because, like, yeah, you just gotta make up words. Yeah. Like, what was the bonus? Is like, but. Patella, whatever. It was like a foot mm-hmm. thing, but Patella is the only thing I knew how to say. The rest was like insane. It's insane. Um, next, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know if you saw this last night. Uh, he went up for a dunk, hung on the ring a little bit too long. Like he was like holding on too yeah. long. Let go, fell straight on his back. Big thud, was down immediately. Even now, it's like, oh no. Like it looked really bad. I got a cat. I mean, that's like seven months right there for him. Yeah, well, uh, the, the x rays came back positive because they were negative. Okay. Did you like my joke there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy, he can't. Yeah, no, he he's can't, fine. He can though. never play a whole season. Yeah, he's he's, he's fine. He's fine. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to be fine. It, it looked bad. It, I think it was just like a stinger. Um, two more. Uh, one, there's a bunch of COVID 
health and safety protocol cases right now, sidelining a lot of players like Kobe White, Ross and Rivers. Uh, LeBron just was in the protocols, but uh, he got he's got cleared to play. He tested negative twice. Um, but yes, keep an eye out. There's a lot of guys on COVID right now. And then my the big one, the big injury, one that really sucks, uh, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, he, got, he, he has a he got surgery to repair a torn UCL in his hand. Okay. So it's a tendon in your thumb. Um, there, it, there was no timetable until they take get surgery on Friday. However, I think Woj came out and said that many believe it's going to be six weeks. So not horrible. I mean, how long has he been, has, has he been out so far? It just happened. Just happened? Like, like how many games have been played without him? Two? One. One? Last night. So they look bad? He got killed by the Cavs. Oh. They said, with Bam in the lineup... Oh, we are the second highest defense efficiency rated team in the league. Without without them, it's fifteenth. It's a huge drop off. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, six weeks time, you'll get there, and six weeks isn't detrimental. Six weeks isn't bad. Yeah, six weeks we can definitely be fine without him for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Dedman's really stepping up. That's a fancy pickup if you need him. If you need a big guy, yeah, he's he killed in fancy last night. Really? Yeah. Uh, if you if you need a big guy, look at Dwayne Dedman. I mean, I don't think I because he's gonna be starting for Bam. Let's browse, um, let's browse the marketplace. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in my league essentially quit. So, I mean, I'm just kind of trying to stop the commission from winning at this point. Yeah. Because I don't want to have, get, have him get that credit in the scab league. Um, but yeah, anyway, Dwayne Devin's been killing it. Uh, yeah. uh, it just it sucks because he's Bam's – our defense sucks when Bam's on in. Um, look at the NBA Finals. We lost to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, with Bam out, like, AD just went off against us. Um, but, yeah, so we'll be – I think we'll be fine. I think our team – We've rarely been healthy together. I'll get into it in the power rankings. I think I, I wrote down. I went through all the our losses and looked at like who played and who didn't. There's only like three legitimate losses. The rest have like been we have not been healthy. Yeah. So when we're all healthy, I think we're a really good team. When we're not healthy, I think we can lose these games. We just need to kind of stop the bleeding until Bam gets back. In my opinion. Um. All right. Three headlines. Uh. First off, do you remember Marshan Gortat? The Polish hammer, he played for the Wizards, he played for the Clippers. Big old Polish center. Hmm. Like, not long ago. Like, five years ago. I don't really remember now. He had a mohawk. It's not helping me Okay, well, Gortat, I loved him. The Polish hammer, great pro. Um, oh, wait, okay, yeah. Yeah, Gortat. Okay, I got you. Bald dude. Yeah, yeah. bald, and sometimes he had a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Like, gotcha. like a Chuck Liddell mohawk. Not yeah, like a I remember from 2K. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was uh, boating on a li- in a lake in Orlando, and mm-hmm. he ran out of gas, so he's stranded in the middle of this lake. Yeah. So he started tweeting out like pictures of him, like guys, I'm not kidding, like I'm stranded out here. Um, and he said like whoever has a th- uh, whoever comes to saves me, I'll give a thousand dollars to. And the next thing you know, he sees he said someone there's a, there's a woman like towing his boat. He's like, don't worry, guys, I'm safe. That was just kind of funny. Gotcha. Okay, so I could drop Sadiq Bay for Deadman. Look, look at Dwayne Dedman's stats, making sure I'm right, because I think he had a killer game last Dwayne night. Dwayne Dedman, 5 for 13, 11 13. 13 rebounds, 11 points, 3 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. It's not bad for categories at no, all. No, it's not at all. Um, For Sadiq Bay, I think. I, I, I hate having two Pistons on my team. Who's the Pistons? Sadiq Bay and Cade Cunningham. Yeah, 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 I agree. If you're going to have more than one person on a team, it has to be a good team. Exactly. So I'll have two Miami players, though. But I'm cool with that. Because it won't be for forever. Yeah. 
next, the Bucks signed to Marcus Cousins to a one-year deal. It's not guaranteed for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a good solid backup, like, depth. Yeah, I feel you there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, he's at it. He's on the squad. All right, and the last headline I have, uh, it's three of them. Uh, the Bulls in Heat, remember the whole tampering thing they had with Kyle Lowry yeah, and Muzzle yeah. They officially gave out the punishment. We just don't have a second-round pick next year. Both teams. Yeah, it's fitting. Yeah, it's not anything crazy. It's one of those things. Everybody does it, but you got to make some type of slap on the wrist move. I mean, yeah, second-round picks are nothing usually. Exactly. Like, exactly. It, it, there's a, it's, like, rare to get a guy who's actually good. It's one of those things like, hey, don't do it, but, like, you can do it. Yeah, I mean, I think tampering for, like, a couple days early, it's mm-hmm. not crazy. No big deal. It's like, hey, if we're, we're going to come get you, we're going to make a sign trade. That was that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Like, that's tampering. That's gay. Um, all right. And one. Actually, I have one more beforehand. It's not deep three, oh. uh, though. Um, did you see, obviously, the Nuggets heat played again. Um, the Nuggets beat us, but it's fine because we, like, once again, we're so hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but did you see afterwards? No, I didn't. So Jokic's brothers came to that game. <laughs> they were they were walking. And everyone started booing them from the heat, obviously. <laughs> um, and then afterwards, uh, Jokic's brothers went out clubbing in Miami. Really? And there's videos of them like at a club with like the sh- uh, the bottle people with the yeah, sh- and then like the guys want to sign like Joker MVP, and it's just those three like in the club. Are, still... are you cool with them now? Or are you still? No, like... I mean they're still. I think Joker's still, still a piece like, of shit. They're still pieces of shit. No, Joker's still a piece of shit. I think it's funny, I, though. I did change my fans team name, and you might not like it, Kid Serious Situation, but I think it's kind of funny. But it's just Jokic Brothers, and then look at my uh, logo. That's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. It's just the, the Twitter Abby. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just funny. No, I mean, I like Joker, and I like the Joker Brothers whenever they're going for anyone except for, like, picking on people that they just assaulted. Mm-hmm. Like, he just assaulted the, the man. Yeah. And, and, like, and, they're, and they're going, huh? Like, there's bullies. I mean, it's it's their family member. They're just kind of hyping them up, but yeah, you know, Joker, a criminal. It's not the best thing to hype them up for, but here yeah, we are for committing a crime. It's like you go to OJ's. How many tri- games is it gonna take until you forget? It's gonna go to like you're gonna like going to OJ's trial and be like, yeah, hyping them up. It's like OJ's brothers are like, yeah. right, it's not OJ. <laughs> you can't compare Joker to OJ in this situation. I absolutely can. <laughs> no, they both committed a physical crime. <laughs> And they both practically got the away with it. The glove didn't fit. Dude, you they, can't they quit. both practically got away with it, and they practically committed a crime. All right. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. All right, next. And one. Our only deep three of the week. John Wall. Big situation, yeah. John Wall. I just kind of want to lay out the whole situation that's going on. Because um, there's been some confusion in the media, I feel. Yeah, there's been some confusion, and then, I, you know, D3 is always asking a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just my question. I'll tell you ahead of time, so when you listen to the whole story, you can answer right away. It's just, do you think the Rockets should buy him out or not? Uh, anyway, so, John Wall has not been played a single game yet this year. He it wanted, him in, in the offseason, him and the Rockets were on the same page, like, hey, we want to we want trade to happen, right? Yeah. And then the Rockets like, yeah, we're not going to get trade done. You're just going to have to have relax. So John Wall's like, well, I'm not going to play because I don't want to get hurt in case you do a fine trade. You keep looking for a trade, I'm just going to chill here. Um, 
And then after chilling for a long time, like like I said, John Wall is only sitting out because he doesn't want to get hurt for a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After a long time sitting out, he goes <clears> to the Rogers organization and goes, hey, I want to come back and play. Um, I kind of miss it. I just want to get my name out there. Maybe if people see how good I'm playing, then like a trade will be easier to find. Okay. So then the Rockets said, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, but you're not starting. <laughs> the Rockets said, you're not going to start. You're coming off the bench. You're not like, we're just going to like limit you at first. All that stuff. And John Wall was like very offended by that and said, all right. I would be too. He said, well, fuck that. I'm not playing that. Yeah. And so then he immediately started posting shit on uh, Instagram and stuff like that of him just working out in the gym, like crossing people up, like dunking yeah. on people. He's like, hashtag free me. <laughs> so um, the Rockets also, also aren't going to be buying his contract out because it is so big um, that they've yeah. been kind of stuck with like cap, dead cap for two years. But they're rebuilding. So I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know yeah. what their beef is, dude. Like, I mean, you're like you said, you're in a rebuilding year, and like John Wall could legitimately start on this team. Like, uh, they, no they, issues whatsoever. He could start on that team, and they will not be the last team in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they won't make the playoffs. Probably not. But but they they would. Him and Christian would be a, I, like a really interesting. And KPJ and KPJ and Jalen Green mm-hmm. and uh, not a bad fucking Eric Gordon still. Yeah, like I mean, like, I mean, you're in the West, so it's tough. But like, you guys could be like maybe. Fighting for the tenth seed kind the of spot, seed, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what a lot of people are also saying. I keep saying "but" today. I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of people are saying that the reasoning that they don't want to start and stuff like that is because they might be too good. And they're kind of tanking. <laughs> uh, no, John, you don't understand. We can't win games, but you, you, can, if we start you, you have to lose. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not going to try to lose. We're not going to buy you out. We're taking you on the bench. It's like, no, fuck that. Or buy my contract now so I can go elsewhere. No, we're not going to do that. Well, what do you want? Like, that's literally what's going on. Yeah, that's literally what's going on. They're they're just going to pay him money because they are paying him still. Mm -hmm. They're paying him money not to play. Yeah, exactly. And the man wants to play, but they're not letting him play because they want to tank. I feel you there. So it's a very weird situation. Do you think the Rockets should buy him out? I think we both kind of agreed on that right there. Yeah, I mean, they should just buy him out. Or try to trade him. I don't think you're getting much, but at the end of the day, I mean, like the guy doesn't want to be there. You're rebuilding. You can get something for him, and you, they already have like how many picks from the last few years? Yeah, they have so many. Right like up. just fucking, just fucking sell. Why him. would you like, trade for him if you weren't yeah, going like, to use why him? Why are you like? <laughs> like they, they traded for him. They, Franch- he was in the Russell Westbrook trade. Make no sense to me. Like yeah, he was in the Russell shit, Westbrook like, trade. In yeah. His- <laughs> and for why? What reason? You didn't have to have include him in that trade. They could have gave no you sense. Russell Wilson. You probably could have got more picks out of him mm-hmm. if you didn't include John Wall. Yeah. But now you include John Wall. He played like maybe half the games last year because of injuries and shit like that. Like because obviously he came back. Yeah. It's two. Like now you have a chance to just play with John Wall. It's like no. Yeah. Because he, he had. He, yeah. Like he knew matter. the contract when you fucking got him. Like so, what's the issue? I don't get it. I don't get it. Let the Wizards buy him out if you even want to buy him out. Mm-hmm. All right. Players of the week. From the West, we have Devin Booker. The Suns went 4-0. Yeah. He averaged 30 points, and he shot 53% from the field, 56% from three. Yeah, they fucking killed it against the Warriors, too. Mm-hmm. That's a sweet cool. game. Yeah, we'll get into that in a, literally in a second here, mm-hmm. so hold, hold that for 30 seconds. All right. Um, Eastern Conference player is Trey Young, 31 points, point three points per game, 28.5 assists, 5.6. 56, sorry, 56.3% from field. The Hawks went 3-1. and one. Um, Getting back into it, good for them. Yeah. But all right, power rankings. Yeah. Before we get into each team, I would just like to say, it's the second week of me doing it by myself. Yeah. 
and I just looked at after I was done doing it, I just looked at other people's power rankings because maybe yeah, I, I, maybe there's a stat that it's very pretty interesting. I want to see the reasoning and stuff like that. Mm. Both I put looked at two different sources. They both had the exact same top ten. Okay. Different order, different cool. order. Yeah, 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 but that's all that matters. But I had, yeah, I, I just off the top of my head just got two. As long as your ten isn't at the one or something like that. No, yeah, yeah. like the number one, we're both okay. I'll say it right now. All three are number ones is the Warriors. So the yeah. Warriors are still number one. What you were just saying a second ago, the Suns Warriors game was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Big win for the Suns. Steph Curry looked rough. Steph Curry looked rough, and that seemed like a fucking playoff atmosphere mm-hmm. <laughs> in the desert. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the Warriors, Steph looked, didn't look the best there, but Steph's still having an MVP year. I think he, as of right now, he's still MVP to me. Yeah, and you know, once Clay does come back and shit like that, like he's going to have some more help. So mm-hmm. the team's definitely still at a good point. It's a tough loss, but I think it's like a humanizing loss a little bit. Absolutely. Makes them, you know, humbles them down a little bit, and they'll be all right. I kind of fucking with loss. the Warriors again. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I, I'm definitely a fucking Yeah, like Warriors. I'm back. I think I'm back in now post KD stuff. Yeah, well, that's my that's my thing. Uh, the Warriors, mm. so. When I was a kid, I, my my aunt and uncle lived in San Fran, yeah. so I went to visit them. They got me a bunch of Warriors stuff when I was in kindergarten. So obviously, I liked the Warriors. Then I had an Antoine Jameson signed jersey by the entire team. Yeah. Um, and who who's that? Oh, uh, what's his name? Baron. Um, Baron Davis was also on that team. My brother had a Baron Davis jersey. Had an Antoine Jameson jersey. Yeah. So I really liked the Warriors. I always liked Steph. I always liked Clay. Never liked Draymond, but I liked the other two. Mm. And then. I then they started winning, and then it everyone started bandwagon on them. Yeah, so that's my jump ship. Like it's it's sure. it's and I would no matter. I'm not a Warriors fan, I'd say, but I'm a huge Steph guy. Yeah, I, I think Steph and Clay. I think the Splash Brothers are the sweetest cool, like yeah. one two combination in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of that, Clay Thompson and James Wiseman are currently playing for the Santa Cruz Warriors, the G League affiliate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they they put both of them down to kind of ease back into playing pace uh, before they come back to the NBA. So they are both coming back real soon. Okay. So yeah. Warriors are great, and they're still missing James Wiseman and Klay Thompson, but they both should be back soon. Number two, we just talked about them, the Suns. The Suns are on a 17-game win streak. Insane. This What's is, the record? 17. Is it? I they, thought it was higher tied. Than that. No, they tied 17. No, 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 no. The Suns franchise record. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay. I thought I, I was talking like all time, like is thirty something. Is it thirty? It's either high twenties or low thirties because I it was high twenties because the Heat were on that. Yeah, with LeBron, and they lost to the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, and the Warriors were on it when they had their that year. Yeah, and they and they lost a few times too. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say it's like thirty one or two. <sighs> That's crazy. Um, do you want to look it up real quick? Uh, yeah. And that way I can just keep talking about the Suns real quick. Um, but like I also mentioned about the, the Suns, Booker is banged up. He might miss a couple games, but he's been killing it. Last week he averaged over fifty percent from the field and three points. So like, they're they're, they're great. There's they're they started off really uh, shaky, but they kind of proved why they won the West last year. Thirty three straight games in the seventy one seventy two season, the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was like you're right. Bit. All right. Fair enough. Um, and I, they do it. I remember where I was when the heat streak broke. I was, where, where were you? I was actually in Naples, Florida. Yeah, so the sun, so the heat, the local heat was the local sports channel. Okay. Like the one that all the heat played on. Yeah. So I was yeah. watching it on local TV. Gotcha. Um, number three, the Nets. The Nets have been dominant in the East so far, winning eight of the last ten, um, including beating the Knicks on uh, Tuesday. 
Okay. There's just some controversy with that, which we'll get into when I talk about the Knicks eventually. Yeah. Um, the last, but the last ten games though, they won eight out of ten, only losing to the Suns and Warriors. Uh, they, if they keep it up, they'll be on top of the East. Um, Marcus Aldridge has been killing as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd sp- say fuck them, but you know, I'd yeah. say good for them, but fuck the Nets. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. Um, Blake Griffin just got. He's he's in a weird spot right now too. He's not been doing great so far. Yeah. Uh, so Steve Nash made him a healthy scratch the other day, and wow. he was asked about it, and like he said, I don't agree with it, but Lamarcus is killing it. And this is what coach wants. This is what coach is gonna have. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Blake has to understand what he was signing up for coming mm-hmm. to this team. Absolutely. What a throw. What a okay. great throw by Dak. All right, number four, the Heat. Um, I made this obviously before the Bam news. Uh, I think I'd put them maybe a little bit lower without Bam, but mm-hmm. I'm sticking with this right now. They've lost, but remember I said I went through all my losses and like I broke down who played and who didn't. Yeah. Uh, I want to say I'm looking at let me look at my record, our record real quick. I about to say my record, like I played for the Heat. Our record, <laughs> nine losses. Uh, more than half of them we didn't have. Only four of our losses we had our entire squad. I so mean, five or nine losses. That's a good sign, but you got to keep them for the playoffs. You know, I mean, you got to be healthy for the playoffs to win. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. I'm with you. Um, also, by the way, two of our wins are against the fully healthy Nets without Kyrie, and then yeah, <laughs> um, that's healthy. That's fully healthy for them in the Bulls. COVID Kyrie. Yeah, the Bulls game on Saturday is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, Kyle versus Demar. Yeah. Uh, when, was that was that you guys that was chanting Lonzo's better to them, or is that a different team? No, I saw a game where we, that, I mean, that was, was, was Lamelo. That was the Hornets and the yeah. Bulls. Yeah, yeah, Lamelo was at the free free throw line. They were chanting Lonzo's better. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That was a cool game. Kind of fucked too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of the Bulls, they're number five on my list. Yeah, it makes sense. The Bulls haven't exactly been what uh, they've been exactly what we've been expecting mm-hmm. after this very eventful offseason. Caruso's been giving solvements on the bench. Lonzo's really fit into the offense design. Now Vucevic. Mm-hmm. And before this week started, yeah. he's been very quiet, very like whatever. But the last two games, including the games going right now, he's killing it. Nice, good for him. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the Bulls, I think, are a very good team. I think they'll definitely be in the contention by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Number six, another Eastern Conference team, the Bucks. They've won seven straight games. Actually, I need to check if they beat the Hornets last night. That'd be eight straight. I think they probably did. Yes, yeah, so they won eight straight games. Right? Am I right? Am I right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they won eight straight games. Um, they're bouncing back from an awful start to the season. Uh, they've been rating the best defensive team in the NBA in the last month, which in my opinion is how they won the, the whole thing last year. So they keep up the defense, they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, they still keep up the, their pace around. Number seven, the Jazz. The Jazz had a t- tough two losses last week to the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Um and they're both at home. Actually, one of them were like game. I think they're winning both those games, and they end up losing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Mitchell did not play well in the in the Pelicans game, shooting six for twenty one. Like real contenders do, though, they came yeah. back the next night and rematched against the Pelicans, blew them out. Um, they, yeah, so yeah, I caught that. I, I Donovan Mitchell. I saw the stat line. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, he sucked so bad. And then <laughs> yeah. the next night, he came out and killed it. I, I saw it was like the third quarter. He had like four points. I was like, "What?" Like, yeah, he had a really bad shooting night. <laughs> Uh, number eight, the Wizards. I've been saying all year, this team didn't surprise me to this point. They're coming off a bad road trip, um, but they just had De- uh, Davis Bertans come back, and they mm-hmm. also are about to have uh, Hachimara come back soon, too. So, yeah, that's big. 
So they, they've been playing good with the additions with Montrez Harrell. And mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell had a monster night the other night. Montrez Harrell's been killing it. Kuzma's been killing it. Spencer Dinwiddie's been killing it. Now they're going to have uh, two of their other guys back. So mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet. Number nine, the Hornets. Um, they've been very hit or miss last week. They beat the Timberwolves easily. Then they lost to the Rockets in overtime. Uh, one player's been killing it lately for the Hornets, who I kind of called eventually, uh, Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre has been killing it. Yeah, I got, I picked him back up actually. Oh, nice, nice. I, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, because I, I was like, I was hating on uh, somebody on my team. I was just like getting pissed off with. I was like, fuck him, I'm done. And I, I was like, I'm taking Uber back. I want him. I liked having him, and it's panning out. It's I mean, good. I've been saying all year he's gonna be good. Yeah, and I was like, I also trust Ryan, so I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go trust, go with trusting. Yeah, he's had to get used to this, everything. That he, he's, yeah, he's, he's averaging 20 points per game in the last like couple weeks. He's been killing. So it. I dropped him when he still stunk. He had that one good game, a couple maybe like splashes of good games, but like now he's full force. So yeah, he, he's consistent him. again. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right, the number ten is the Mavericks. Christoph Porzingis had his seven-game win. No, he had a seven-game streak where he had twenty-plus points or more per game. It broke on Saturday against the Wizards. Um, in the Clippers against against the Clippers in back-to-back games, Christoph Porzingis dropped fifty-five points combined in the two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the games, he said he's been really happy with the way the Mavs are using him this year, opposed to last year in the playoffs, where he's more of a tool for Luka to score and not score himself. Um, so, so it seems like all this shit that KP's been angry about, the Mavericks, like the, hey, this isn't working out, they kind of fixed. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. I mean, There's a lot of season. Yeah, but that's, that's, we have a sample size of like eight games in a row that yeah. that he's actually doing using them right. So I think I think he's fine. That's all. Okay. And, and, if, and, if, and if, if I'm right and, and they fix us, then the Mavs are, have to be considered like contenders. Because cause we always yeah, said they need a third banana and stuff like that. Yeah, they do. But like we also never really like saw it's KP in his full force up, with yeah. Luke in his full force. Mm-hmm. And right now we're seeing it. That's so fair. the first time since we had him. I don't and, know if they can win a seven-game series, though, against some of the top dogs. But I mean, I, they don't have – I mean, if they're contenders, I can see them being contenders. All right. All right, then um, the Knicks didn't make the top ten, but I would put them in the 11 to 13 range, I'd say, right now. Yeah, it's been rough. The man. big story <laughs> – two big stories coming from the Knicks. Kemba. One – Kemba, mm-hmm. Tibbs, um, took him out of the starting role. Uh, it's because he's been really bad this year. He's kind of like a take, take a break. Yeah, relax. the Celtics fleeced us. <laughs> yeah. Fournier's um, not doing too hot. He, I think he had a couple of good games, but, like, overall, he's not doing too much for us. Uh-huh. And Kemba's, yeah, he's having a rough year, so um, Celtics fleeced us. But they but out Burks. Mm-hmm. He's been killing it yeah. since been since Tibbs put him in the starting lineup over Kemba. Mm-hmm. He had like twenty five plus points a game. Yeah, like it's crazy. Um, then the other one is like they they lost to Nets the other night, and I didn't I didn't really see what was happening. But Julius Randle was like saying how the refs were like completely wrong on one call, and Stephen A. Smith was like shut the fuck up. All right, uh, he's doing rough right now though. Who? Burks. Oh, oh for five. He has eight points on uh, four three throws, or sorry, eight three what, what, eight free throws. How bad. long in the game is it? Half. Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, for four on three. That's okay. All right. Somebody snagged them. I looked them up. NFL. NFL. Let's take it over to NFL. Let's get into some NFL action. Uh, the Week 12 recap, Thanksgiving Day games. First up, uh, 
Bears versus Lions. Bears won. Andy Dalton took the cake there. Um, really just a horrible game all around. Yeah, remember when the Lions double called timeout? Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. And honestly, like, I feel like the reason they lost this game is because DeAndre Swift got hurt. Yeah. And then Dan Campbell just had no idea what to do after that. Mm-hmm. He was like, wait, Swift is out? That's like our one good player. Like, what now? The one we thing s- we do. Yeah. What do we do now? So, tough look for the Lions. Um, I got the point there because I took the Bears, so point for me. That absolutely destroyed my turkey day part line. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything because I knew you knew it. And like, you know, I, mean, I put a lot of money yeah. no, the, the, that, And then, like, Rob was in on it, too. Yeah, well, at least <laughs> at least that happened the first game. And I yeah. didn't get this point by the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Because the Cowboys were, like, nine and a half or seven and a half. So, mm-hmm. it, it, that was that didn't cover either. So, I was... I was one for three. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the next game, the Raiders beat the Cowboys 36-33 to in overtime. This is the game that killed me because fucking I was playing against Carlson. Dude put up 21 fantasy points in my league. Did I kick her? Yeah. Because oh. we do it based off kicking yards. So he had yeah. two, he had 215 kicking yards that whole game. Just uh, so 21 points. 21.5, yeah. That's wild. It's, fuck, it, it's, a good, it's a good system, but like those games like that just fuck mm-hmm. me. <laughs> like... But, uh, yeah, the Raiders held on to Sean Jackson towards the Cowboys once again. He's notorious for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Cowboys, I mean, they were without Amari Cooper, without CeeDee Lamb. I, it's not that bad, but it's tough. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's that bad at mm-hmm. all. Then uh, the, last Sunday, uh, the last Thanksgiving Day game, the Bills versus the Saints. And the Bills absolutely smoked the Saints. 31-6. to I, I made up for my money from the Turkey Day parlay by <laughs> betting the Bills alternate spread. Mm-hmm. Who they won by twenty something? Uh was the possible you said? Thirty one to six, so by uh, twenty five. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I put seventeen. <laughs> so that was like yeah, was like insane. Yeah. Yeah, so I put five bucks on like like twenty five bucks back or something like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean not much really with the Thanksgiving Day games. A couple injuries we'll get to later though. Um Let's get this out of the way. Steelers Bengals. We got cooked. Um Yeah, not much else, right? Joe Mixon. What are you gonna do? Uh then next up. <laughs> the uh Panthers versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins cooked the Panthers 33 to 10. Um tough loss for the Panthers. Cam Newton is looking like good old Cam Newton of last year. Yeah, no. I think he was what five of twenty, five of twenty-one, five of twenty-four, something like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, the Dolphins' defense is just eating on Cam Newton's interceptions, dude. Uh then next up, NFC Beast is back. The Giants won thirteen to seven against the Eagles. Uh, sorry, I spaced out. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that commercial I was on. Um, oh, what was it? Uh the Giant, the NFC Beast is back. The Giants won thirteen to seven. Against the Eagles. Oh yeah, dude, what the hell? It's crazy. It's crazy, and like nothing uh, really happened this game because obviously thirteen to seven score, but uh, Danny Dimes just did enough. It's really all it boiled down to. Yeah, I uh, the Eagles just couldn't get any kind of offensive momentum going. I hit three for four of my parlays on Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The one I lost is because I had Eagles in it. Then uh, the Patriots whooped on the Titans, thirty-six to thirteen, solidifying them. Top of the AFC with the Ravens. So, Patriots are back. We didn't really have a long tenure without them. Mm-hmm. So, it's unfortunate. But, 
What are you going to do? And the Titans, I mean, their, their clock was kind of ticking. I mean, you had no Derrick Henry for the past few weeks. Um, I think A.J. Brown was out of this game. And Julio mm-hmm. Jones has been out. So, like, it's just kind of been adding up. All their studs are gone. They're kind of working on, like, running back reserves right now. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, if it's Pat's Bucks Super Bowl, who are you rooting for? Are well, you not watching? Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Wow. Wow. Okay, never mind. Put a pin in that. Um, I, didn't even, I didn't even realize that was probably a 50 or something. Maybe. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I couldn't think of much else. <laughs> then uh next up the falcons versus the jaguars the falcons won 21 to 14 uh russell gage had a good game um pretty much just matt ryan was slinging the ball with a bunch of different guys uh and the jaguars are the jaguars so mm-hmm. it is what it is there jaguars sucks mm-hmm. uh and then next up the buccaneers versus the colts probably like one of the better games of the week here uh just back and forth constantly but the bucks came out on top 38 to 31 um, good good effort by the Colts. I mean, they just couldn't get a run game really going with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So kind of just like when you force Carson Wentz to throw, bad things are going to happen. And that's kind of like the way that game went for the Colts. Um, How about uh, what's it called? And the Buccaneers, uh, Leonard four net. That was great. Four touchdowns. Um, Add me fancy. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. Fuck yeah. In work league. Yeah, you put up forty four points in our league. Yeah, forty four in ours. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Fucking insane. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, they got like playoff Lenny, like uh, like well, OG Leonard Fournette, like circa LSU is back. No, absolutely. Like in full force, it's looking good for the Bucks right now. Uh, um, uh, about Vita Bay losing his tooth. That's yeah, great. that was crazy. That's and he's great. just smiling about it. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. You just see like this little like white thing, like pew. Yeah, his helmet got pushed up, <laughs> and the helmet face match just smacked it. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, I mean, he'll be fine. He'll fit right in with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay crowd there with that missing tooth. Why? Because they're all rednecks. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> uh, next up, the Jets versus the Texans. Uh, the Jets won twenty-one to fourteen. Um, just trash game. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we probably go over the points. Um, I had the Bears. You had the Lions. I got that point. Um, Look at this guy's name. You had the Falcons. Little Jordan. You had the Falcons. I had the Jags. You got that point. You had the Jets. I had the Texans. You got that point. You had the Dolphins. I had the Panthers. You got that point. And that's where we're kind of left off. Everything else we were tied. Um, Do do you know this guy? Who's this guy? Humphrey for... Isn't that uh, from the Bucs, the former Bucs player? I don't know. His first name is Lil Lil Jordan. Little, little Jordan. Little Jordan Humphrey. It's literally L-I-L apostrophe Jordan. Dude, people, the names of these people. Little Jordan Humphreys. It's crazy. Yeah, little Jordan Humphreys around the block. Yeah. Um, no, but you called it last week that yeah. when I picked the Jets that the Jets were going to win. Yeah, it's like, since you picked the Jets, they'll probably win because fuck me. Yeah, because if you picked the Jets, <laughs> they'd lose. And I picked the opposite. Yeah, it would have been lose. like Tyrod Taylor show. But been since horrible. I picked the Jets, you didn't. Yeah, and Zach Wilson pulled one out. <laughs> it was just a trash game all around, though. Nothing, nobody really shined except for, like, Elijah Moore um, on the Jets. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, next up, the Chargers versus the Broncos. The Chargers got fleeced by the Broncos, 28-13. to 13. Uh, the, the Broncos' defense just fucking dis, dis, ugh, dismantled the Chargers' offense. I hate the Chargers. They're such, like... <laughs> it's like Phillip Rivers never left. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> but like, it. they're so much better. I feel than when they had Philip Rivers, but they're just doing the same shit. Uh-huh. 
No, absolutely. It's like a ghost of Philip Rivers or something. But yeah, so it's tough for them. Um, Broncos. I don't know what to think of the Broncos either. They're a weird fucking team. Um, we both have the Chargers though. We both missed that point. Next up, the 49ers versus the Vikings. 49ers won 34 to 26. We both had that point. We both, we both got that pick. We both had that point. Um, it was looking like it was pretty much back and forth the whole game up until the last like quarter because uh-huh. the 49ers put a score up, putting them 34 to 26. And then Kirk Cousins and the White Vikings had like three or four chances to score and tie the game and couldn't do shit. Classic. Classic. classic yeah, Kirk. classic Kirk. Um, but yeah, so good for the 49ers, I guess. Uh, they're pretty much back in the mix of things again after having like a kind of rough start mm-hmm. to the season. Then uh, the next game here, uh, the game of the week prior to this actual games, Packers versus the Rams. Packers won 36-28. Um, I don't know. Uh, Stafford's playing hurt. Even though they had a yeah. good solid game. OBJ's touchdown was pretty sweet. Yeah, um, that was kind of cool. I'm, I'm a big OBJ guy now. That yeah, OBJ's <laughs> touchdown was kind of cool. Um, AJ Dillon like, had a great game in place of Aaron Jones. Absolutely. Uh, I, I can't remember which receiver went off besides Adams, but I think it was Vanda Scantling. He had a he had a couple of big plays. But I know Cobb scored early, but yeah. I mean overall, I mean this this Packers team is legit. The question of the Packers is can they make it out of the NFC championship? Aaron Rodgers, except for that one time where he won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. like he had a really hard time doing that. Then Sunday Night Football, real barn burner, the Ravens versus the Browns. I elected not to watch this game and I'm so happy I did it. Yeah, I, I did because I had fantasy implications into it. Yeah. But uh oh and I had the Packers, you had the Rams. That was one of the few I got. We went tied this week. Yeah. Then um but anyways, games. so after throwing four interceptions, <laughs> Lamar Jackson uh helped the Ravens win the game. Um, so with that four interceptions, that's the most interceptions thrown. They're the part of me thinking, like, when you're in the bathroom, like, I should look at it. <laughs> but I did it. I did it. I, I credit you on that, because I didn't even think of that when I went to fix shit. But anyways, um, so the last person to have four interceptions in a win was back in 2013. Can you name this player? So Hint. Okay. He was a consistent starter then and is still playing now, and he has started this season. You know him. All right, well, before I even start guessing, yeah, uh, I originally, before you said the year, I thought you were going to, I thought it was going to be Brett Favre, because Brett Favre's a master of throwing interceptions and pulling out wins. Um, but 2013, he started this year. I know him, Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's Andy Dalton. He yeah. did that against the uh, Ravens, actually. So a little bit of like. Oh, okay. AFC Ravens North, traded AFC off North, now. Yeah. yeah, so now, so now in like seven years, the fucking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Browns have to do it. Throw yeah. four interceptions, going to win. I wonder if I'd get <laughs> that. pass if you, it off. I wonder if I would have got that if you didn't get the, give me the hint. Yeah, the hints were kind of... Because I thought it was like, that's pretty tough. But like, I don't know. Because I, I was like, I was thinking, if he goes into the mindset where like maybe it's like a backup quarterback or something. like. Well, before you said that, I was thinking Osweiler. Yeah. I was thinking Peyton Manning. Maybe I didn't have to include you know this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that hey, were. I don't know. I think I think what gave it away is he's he's a starter and he started one game this year. Yeah, yeah. But Andy Dalton was the last person to do that back in 2013. That's the Browns, crazy. man. The Browns. That's crazy. Which I would like, I hate the Browns, so I'm happy with that. But like at the same time, it's just like 
How the fuck did you allow as a defense to get four interceptions on a quarterback and just lose by six points in a game like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, like that offense is just stagnant. Which I will kind of get into in my wings of the week. Mm-hmm. But no, like if you get four interceptions, yeah, you sh- well, how many points did they have? Six, seven? It was a six-point loss. It was 16 to 10. Oh, yeah, so they had 10 points and they had four turnovers. That defense mm-hmm. must hate that offense. Yeah, it was just really just t- Justin Tucker field goals. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, then Monday Night Football. This game, I mean, I'm biased because of implications I had in fantasy, but this game was fucking insane. It started out, it stunk. It was a real, like, fucking shit show. The final score was Washington 1, 17-15. But the ending of this game was fucking insane because the Seahawks went down and scored. And then the no-names went down and scored. And then it was still, like, a, uh, I think it was still a one-score game. And then the uh, no names were going down the field. I needed like I needed like four more points from Logan Thomas. Literally, they're at the goal line. They throw one to Logan Thomas. It's one of those he caught it, but it it bobbled on the ground at the end. Whoa. So they called it not a touchdown. Like they initially called it a touchdown, then they called it back. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because like before that drive, I was like, I need a Logan Thomas touchdown. Yeah. And then they give it to me, and then they take it away. I was just like, motherfuckers. The Jesse James rule. Yeah, it was, like, it was exactly like the Jesse James shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, tough loss for the Seahawks. They The, the Seahawks are bad. The Seahawks are fucking abysmal. DK Metcalf comes out with his new dyed hair and his fucking crop top shirt, and he has, like, one catch for 30 yards. He's been bad. Game. He's been bad. I don't know if it's him. Or if it's Russ, well, I think or if it's, it's the offensive line, I think it's I think it's a mixture of all of the above. Yeah, it's just, not it's, just not Russ. Uh, Russ being hurt. Yeah, the Seahawks have been co-tailing the Legion of Boom and the Marshawn Lynch era for way too long, mm-hmm. and it's finally just catching up to them. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's like always... like you said with the fifty yard last week, Pete Carroll, he's he's on the way out. Yeah, I think so too. Um, on his end of court, um, unless they just run the field, unless they would just run the table in the last game. Three, three and seven or something. Like that? I think yeah, there's something bad. <laughs> Bad. But so bad. with that, the grand total is now 122 to 107. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, anyways, let's take it over to the injuries. I must really, I've really sucked for you to come back. It would be kind of crazy. <laughs> that would just be, I honestly think that'd be insane. It would be insane. Uh, first up, uh, so we're currently watching, I should have led with this, we're currently watching the Thursday Night Football game. It is 7 to 7, tied for the Cowboys and the Saints. Uh, prior to the game, so wide receiver Mar- uh, wide receiver Amari Cooper was able to start after his stint with COVID, so he did clear those protocols and was able to play. Wait, quick note about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, guy was in the bathroom, and there's a sweet touchdown catch, and they see still have yet to show it. <laughs> They'll show it like at halftime when uh, they go through the scores. I don't think so. Yeah, they will. They will. I'll, I'll see. So. Um, I'll make sure you're not looking during that. I'll say, hey, guy, he looked this up whenever night was coming up. <laughs> so, yeah, Amari Cooper ended up playing. Um, C.D. Lamb ended up playing. He cleared his concussion protocols from last week. But head coach Mike McCarthy uh, tested positive for COVID. He is not coaching this game. Currently, the Brown, uh, the Cowboys coach is Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. So, not oh. looking too terrible right now. Cowboys are actually going for a field goal. Here, wait. And, boom, this is 55 yards. Are they going to make it? Wait. I kind of watched the field goal. And Zuerlein sneaks it in. Greg the 10-7. Greg the leg. Oh, damn. That's crazy. He just landed on his two feet inbounds. Yeah. Dude, Gallup's a great receiver. He's just kind of like under the shadow of yeah, absolutely. Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Look at the slow-mo. 
Like, I feel like if Gallup went to another team, he could... If he went to a team with, like, a Rodgers or a Tom Brady, he could be a fucking stud. Oh, he'd be, like... Yeah. But if he, like, went anywhere else, he'd be, like, a wide receiver, too. But he'd be a great wide receiver, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then on the Saints side of the ball, running back Alvin Kamara did end up not playing this week again with his knee injury. It sucks. Then, for other news, uh, Raiders tight end Darren Waller did not participate in practice on Wednesday. He hurt his knee in the win on Thanksgiving versus the Cowboys. So, no updates as of yet as his status for Sunday. He's been really quiet all year. He has, but like he kind of had like an alright game for a tight end last week. Mm-hmm. But then the injury happened. And I was like, well, fuck it. Then, Rams running back Darrell Henderson and wide receiver OBJ did not practice on... Uh, or Her- Daryl Henderson did not practice, and OBJ was limited on uh, Wednesday. Sean, McV- yeah, Sean McVay expects both to play Sunday against Jacksonville. Nice. So it could have been some more losses for LA, which would have really stunk for them, especially mm-hmm. in the current situation. Then Vikings running back Dalvin Cook injured his shoulder and will be out for one to two weeks. Possibly, it's been rumored that they might sit him until playoffs, depending on where they're kind of at. Huh? That'd be nice. Which, yeah, I mean, if you have a healthy Dalvin Cook coming back at playoff time, it could be like a watch out for the Vikings team. Mm-hmm. Um, but Madison's the waiver wire out of the week, so they're playing Detroit. And I have them so, two, two out of three <laughs> If someone's crazy and didn't pick him up at the deadline, go get him. Yeah. Then Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is hopeful to play Sunday with his ankle injury. Miles Sanders is continuing to progress, and wide receivers Devontae Smith and running back Boston Scott sat out of practice with non-COVID-related illnesses. Devontae Smith is playing. He is? That's official now? Um, okay. Yeah, I have him on Fantasy, so Fantasy updated me. Okay, cool. Did they give me notifications? Yeah, I would imagine both of them are playing, and I would imagine uh, Hurts probably plays. Sanders mm. is probably the bigger question mark out of that for when he returns. Uh, I think Miles is playing, too. Oh, is he? Okay. Good for them. Because I, I have him as well, and I, mm-hmm. it said he got upgraded to active. Oh, gotcha. Then Steelers' TJ Watt was placed on the COVID list. Uh, Big Ben and Hayden were also did not participate on Wednesday. Uh, I mean, Hayden and Ben because they're old. Yeah, yeah. But Watt being out, yeah, we're, we're cooked. <laughs> then Bills cornerback Tredavious White suffered a season-ending knee injury on Thanksgiving Day. Tough for him, tough for the Bills' defense. It's been killing it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, I know Bills' mafia went out, standard Bills' mafia. Donate a shit ton of money yeah. to their cha- to uh, Tredavious White's charity. Wild, wild. I don't know why they do that. It's so cool though. It's cool <laughs> they do, but like it's like yo, the city of Buffalo is gonna donate this random charity because this guy got hurt. Yeah, like they do it all the time. Yeah, like, they I do. mean, I mean, last one time they did it was like really it's, nice was whenever Josh Allen's grandma died. Mm-hmm. They donated a bunch of money in her name. That's cool. But I feel like if you're a Bills player, that's like you're you made it in Bills Mafia terms. Yeah, like that you're the you're a good guy. You're in. But they love you. Mm-hmm. Then Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is out with a neck strain for Week 13. Mike Glennon is going to be returning to start. No Dane Dash and Dane Dimes. They're no. done. Eh, I don't know. Uh, Depends I, on who they play. But. I, don't, I only said that because I like doing Dane Dimes and yeah. D stuff. And then uh, 49ers receiver Debo Samuel is expected to miss uh, the game this week versus the Seahawks. It's a good game to miss because they're not, not going to lose the Seahawks. Exactly. They can just run all over yeah, the Debo, Seahawks. Debo's be been fine. killing it. Mm-hmm. Debo has been killing it. It's crazy that the, the number one team in my league has uh, all the Eagles, so like all those injuries I listed earlier, plus Dalvin Cook, plus Debo Samuel. So they have just one <laughs> team this week? The, he, he's probably going to win. He's the luckiest guy I know in fantasy this year. But there's literally how can he have? Like, yeah. Well, that's his team, though. Dalvin Cook, Debo Samuel, 
Uh, he has Gronk, Andrews. So he's going to do the double tight end move this week. Uh, Gronk and Andrews. Yeah. But, uh, and then Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey is now out for the season. No stranger here. <laughs> um, so I think the big ads, Jamal Williams on the Lions for the replacement of DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chubba Hubba on the uh, Panthers for... Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubba double, bu- double bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's going to be the guy for the injured Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Ayuk is going to be the guy for Debo Samuel. And then obviously Mattinson for Dalvin Cook. Headlines. So, as we mentioned last week, Titans cut Adrian Peterson. <laughs> guess who? The Seahawks went out and signed Adrian Peterson to the practice squad. They're going to have me guess. You said guess who? <laughs> but like the Seahawks have been notorious over the past few years. Just like, hey, you're a guy, no? Yeah, <laughs> come here. Let's Remember when they brought Marshawn back for like one yeah. game? <laughs> it was That's just weird. Yeah. Then longtime safety. Uh, Kenny Vaccaro is retiring from the NFL after eight seasons to launch his esports organization. Hashtag players that I thought already retired. Kenny Vaccaro. I did not know he didn't retire either. Yeah. He I thought he for? did. I, he played for the Saints for a while, and then I but think like he went to the Titans. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I thought he retired. I'd have to fact check. I, I haven't heard that name in years. Then uh, some more NFL flexes to the schedule. The 49ers versus the Bengals in Week 14 has been moved to Sunday Night Football, and the Packers versus the Ravens has been moved to Sunday Night Football in Week 15. Nice. Mm-hmm. So those are some good matchups. Uh, especially, I mean, both of them are good, but I think especially the 49ers and Bengals. It's kind of like two prove-it-to-me teams that I kind of want to see who wins that. I'm, I think Diggs has got another interception. Really? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, TJ Watt's been injured. So yeah, I don't think he's going to win it. Um, and then, so currently the NFL draft order has, after the first few picks, the Jets, Giants, and Eagles all in the same row, each mm-hmm. having two picks back to back to back. So it goes currently. Jets, Jets Giants, Giants, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah. Current, if the, if the NFL season ended right now, it would be Jets, Jets, Giants, Giants, Eagles, Eagles. Holy shit. Because of all the trades and all that. That's bullshit. wild. That is insane. That is Could you so- imagine that? They should just make that happen for the draft. Dude, that, that was like mean fantasy basketball yeah. this year. Yeah. That'd be kind of awesome, though. It's like you're banging. It's like the classic, like, when the snake wraps around. It's like, I'm depending mm-hmm. on these two people. Fuck it, I'll take them both. Yeah, I'll take them both. Um, that's I, thought, I, I saw that on TikTok, I think, and I was like, that's just fucking sweet. I that's so know. cool. That's yeah. so cool, actually. I, I, I do hope it, I hope it holds. Yeah, me too. Or at least one of them. Yeah. But all three would be nuts. Then uh, the 49ers plan on to trade Jimmy G and start Trey Lance going into the 2022 season. Uh, where do you think you could see Jimmy G go to, and do you think he starts? Um, depends on where he goes to. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think he can start? I think he can start. Okay. I think if he goes to a team like Detroit <laughs> over Gotham, they're kind of like easy. Yeah, they're kind of the same. One's yeah. just better looking. Yeah, I, mean, I can <laughs> see him starting if the Browns get rid of Baker. Seahawks are Russ. There's no way they get rid of Baker. I'm just starting Maybe if Russ leaves for whatever reason, maybe the Seahawks. Maybe the Steelers don't get anyone to oh, get for him. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say either. Yeah, that's, fuck. That's I mean, he's good. better than what we have. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, Actually, I don't know if he's going to start anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, That was all I have for headlines, so let's take it over to the playoff picture. So, for the AFC, currently, if the NFL season ended today, 
We have number one, the Ravens, so they would get the bye. Mm -hmm. Number two, the Patriots. Number three, the Titans. Number four, the Chiefs. Number five, the Bengals. Number six, the Bills. And number seven, the Chargers. Which would mean our matchups would be Patriots versus Chargers. Pats. Pats smoke them. Then Titans versus Bills. Bills would smoke them if Derrick Henry's on back. If Derrick Henry's back, that's a really close game, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And then Chiefs versus Bungles. Chiefs smoke. I think it'll be high scoring, but Chiefs win by two scores. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see a high score. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chiefs defense has been back, kind of. Mm-hmm, a little but. bit. Then in the NFC, we have number one, the Cardinals. So they would get the bye. Mm-hmm. Number two, the Packers. Number three, the Bucks. Number four, the Cowboys. Number five, the Rams. Number six, the 49ers. And number seven, the No Names. Mm-hmm. So we would have Packers versus the football team. I think Packers, easily. Yeah, if it wasn't for the No Names defense being complete trash, I would yeah. say maybe I could flirt with it. If this was the team of last year, yeah, yeah. I'd flirt with the no names, mm-hmm. but with the no names as they are now in that way. Then we'd have Bucks versus 49ers. That'd be a really cool game to watch, but the Bucks are thinking on that. Then you got Cowboys versus Rams, which this one. This will be the wild. I have no idea. This will be the most wild, <laughs> yeah. wild card game ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd have no idea who would come up. Obviously, come I, obviously I'd be cheering for the Rams. Probably, but oh. like, yeah, it's just weird. Um, so, yeah, we'll have continual updates on that as we go further in the season here. But let's take it over to segments. All right, so. Segments. Segments. We got <laughs> guys' grandiose gangs, all right? Gang, gang. All right, you may agree with me, you may not. I, we already kind of discussed this, but number one, the Cardinals. Um, they're coming off the bye, so it's hard to, like, move them around much, especially when they're the top dog. So I have, st- have them still number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have the Packers. I mean, I don't really know what to think of the Rams right now, but I still think that's a very good win on a big stage in, like, middle-of-the-day football, game-of-the-week kind of category. Um, You don't have Rams on here, do you? No. All right, so I can talk about the Rams real quick. Yeah. With the Packers. Um, I think the Rams had two really bad losses Mm -hmm. back-to-back, and I think this loss to the Packers was a good loss. Yeah. And so in that that sentiment, I mean, like... Because they had moments. They they kept it relatively and like close. OBJ's getting more involved in the offense. He, he had like ten scored. targets. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna pan out well. I, I think I think the Rams' little skid is over mm-hmm. with. I think this loss to the, uh, the Packers was genuine. Yeah. I think the two losses beforehand should not have happened. Lost to the Titans and lost to who the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think they should have smoked both those teams. And they didn't, but I think this loss to the Packers would have just happened anyways. And I think they're back. And Matt Stafford's hurt, so yeah. Then number three, the Titans. Or no, sorry. Wait, I was looking at my playoff matchups. Um, number three, the Bucks. Yeah, I can't. I, can't I mean, that. it was a close game against the Colts, but the Colts have been kind of a tough team recently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they just kind of, every week they kind of have a different way they win. And it's just about kind of a continuing. So I think this is a very versatile team. There's a winner. Yeah. There's winners. They're winners. Number four, I have the Patriots. They beat the Titans. They crush the Titans. Um, they're the number two dogs in the AFC right now, and I think honestly they'd probably beat the Ravens the mm-hmm. way they've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're honestly, I think they're the team to beat in football right now. But it's I, I don't know if they I don't know if they played the top three. I have if they would be a lock for beating them. Absolutely, I mean they're hot right now. They're hot right mm-hmm. now, and I don't. The, I can't tell hot, if they're hot. Early. Yeah, I can't tell if they're hot or they're just a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they started the season not like this at all. Yeah, but yeah. same time Mac Jones needed to get. Did you there. see what Mac Jones trademarked? Yeah, so dumb. MJ10. 
DB12, MJ10. That's so stupid. Dude, I kind of hope he sucks now in the future just so I can be like, dude, MJ10. (laughs) I think Joe Joe Flacco elite. Um, Number five, I have the Ravens. Um, Kind of like the opposite of the Bucks, but in the same positive regard, they always find a way to win. Mm. Lamar Jackson throws four interceptions. Yeah, and they still win. Like, it's crazy to me. They haven't had a running back for all this year, and like they still win these games. So I mean, they're a good team. Their defense, they didn't lose. Well, Marlon uh, Humphreys, yeah, like they, it's insane. Number six, I have the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some good wins against some not so good teams. They have some big matchups this week and in the coming weeks against the Patriots. Do so three games, honestly, for the Bills. Yeah. So we're gonna see. You know, the Bills they can move up. They can move back to the top of this list depending on how these Patriots games go. Mm-hmm. Um, then number seven, I have the Chiefs. Um, they're they're kind of snowballing right now and getting back to their normal fashion, but they kind of haven't been playing the greatest teams. I feel. Uh, yeah. So I, I I think they're I think the Chiefs are fully back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, think, I, just, I just think based off of where how they started, I can't put them higher. Yeah, but I think this is night. Nice, their schedule is pretty easy from this point on, mm-hmm. and um, I think they're just gonna keep getting confidence, keep getting confidence, keep rolling, and then when they get into the playoffs, they'll be like, "All right, I forgot all about the beginning of the season." Mm-hmm. Then number eight, I have the Titans. Mm-hmm. Tough loss to the Patriots. Is it a one-off? Can they can they bounce back they're from that? Too hurt. Yeah, they are hurt, but like I think a loss to a team like the Patriots can't remove them from the list altogether. So I have them on the lower mm-hmm. end of that spectrum. Then number nine, I have the Cowboys. A uh, couple of tough losses here uh, in recent weeks for the Cowboys. Um, they have had players hurt, so that kind of adds to it. But when you're in the playoffs, man, like you need to, ha- like you're not going to have everybody there. You got to find ways to win, like the Bucks and like the Ravens. So I have them on the lower end of this list. Mm-hmm. Then the Bungles, number ten. Uh, yeah, the Bungles. Yeah, I mean, I was torn at the last pick here. I was kind of between the Bungles, the Rams, and the 49ers. Um, but the Bungles, man, I mean, they've been winning a lot of games recently. But the thing is, their boy Joe Mixon's been stepping the fuck up. And Joe Mixon's the guy. I want to see, I, mean, I was telling my group chat earlier in the week, I want to see a number of picks above Joe Mixon, like in his rank. Like, people have passed on Joe Mixon in fantasy drafts. Like, a total number. Oh. Because, uh, like, he's always been the guy for the past, like, three years that he's ranked, like, 35th. But, uh, like, people draft him at, like, 60th. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, people never went on him. And he's finally proven it this year. Um, but if they can keep that up, running the ball, and if they can get Burrow more involved and get Jamar Chase back involved in things, and if they can prove it beating some tough teams like they have in the coming weeks... Their their defense is a big surprise for me this year. Yeah, their defense too, and Uzama's good. Like this mm-hmm. this team can go places if they get that rhythm with the big teams that they play. Absolutely. But that's my grandiose games. All right. I, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I, I don't really disagree with any of these. I think the Titans mm-hmm. might be should be ten, but Yeah, I, I feel that. But All right. Weenies. Yeah, Weenies. We just have Weenies of the Week. Number three, Chase Claypool. Um, you guys probably all heard about this already, but he, well, uh, I guess he asked if they could play music during practice because like, it'd be more fun for them. <laughs> like Corvette, Corvette. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and obviously Tom was like, no, 
And like I think Hayward came out and said like what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, no. dude, that's... So I mean, everyone started roasting him for that. Like I saw a bunch of like uh, like I saw like a teddy bear guy person and this like, giant teddy bears like dancing. It's like how Claypool wants to be a practice. Yeah. Um it's a very juju comment. Did you him. speaking of juju, did you see his like TikTok he put out recently? Oh uh, no. It was just like him dressed in a, as a clown. Oh my god. And no. I was like <laughs> I, I, want, I really wanted to comment when, when I drafted you this year. Yeah. <laughs> Just like me when I drafted you this year. Uh, clown costume. Uh, that sucks. That's that's a bad visual for him. But it was the injury, so I didn't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's crazy how Juju and Claypool, when they're on the field, they're the toughest. Like, they're, they're two of the toughest guys. <laughs> like, they bark the loudest. They hit hard. Yeah. And then when they're off the, they're off the fucking uh, field, they're literally just, like wiggling their dick on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, number two. Back-to-back weeks, he's been at this number two spot, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um. So, last year, last week he was in there because he talked about the fans and the, uh, them booing him and shit like that. Mm. This week, second time this happened this year, uh, a teammate of his dad went on social media to rip on Baker Mayfield. So, on Facebook, apparently Kareem Hunt Sr. was... Uh, <laughs> It was during Sunday Night Football That's game. because there's no question who this man is related yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it, but, what's your name? Kareem Hunt Sr. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I can guess who you are. Yeah, uh, wait, are you Nick Chubb's dad? Uh, no, he, so he said, he posted on Facebook something like, Baker's scared to throw the ball. Um, like, after, obviously, the, we were talking about before, the four interceptions, they did nothing on offense. Mm-hmm. He said, Baker's scared to throw the ball. Um, and then people started clapping at him, like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, said he did two paragraphs. So I'm, I'm going to read them real quick. All right, um, I'm cool, yeah. Now I'm getting people on my Facebook saying I'm like the OBJ's daddy, and I'm on, I'm stating facts on football and what you see. He's limping. He's scared to throw the ball, and they know he's hurt, so they're going to keep listening. Wait. So they're going to keep listening, but if people don't like what I'm saying, unfriend me. I'm going not to jeopardize nothing. I got the right to speak. I'm I'm also not reading this bad. This is just how he's writing it. He's writing it awfully. Yeah, um, yeah. I ain't posting no videos. Have a good day. Go Browns, hopefully. There's the last thing. I don't want nobody to hate at me. I said new quarterback, new situation. We could have won this game a long time ago. I don't know what the defense was doing. Uh, they did good three interceptions or more. All I can say is – I. Please don't hate me. I told you so. So he literally said a, a different quarterback, they would win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so his all his teammates' parents are just hating on Baker. Yeah, I mean, he, so I, I don't really – I agree you blame Baker in the situation. But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the Browns franchise. Just bench him. Just, uh, Let and, him heal. They, and they, and I think Stefanski came out and said they're not doing that. Like why? Like after the buy, it's not like it's not like Aaron Rodgers or like fucking Tom Brady out there. Benjamin, let him heal. If that's the yeah. issue. Case Keenum won a game earlier in the season. Yeah, and he can win games. He's won playoff games. If like, you have a good enough team, Case Keenum can get you there. Exactly. Uh, spent, look at this interception. Yeah, he did it. Was that one, pick? two? Yeah, he got both feet in. That's nine. Is that Diggs? No, no, it's next uh, to Diggs. Twenty-seven. Okay, he had one. Before Diggs was right dropped. there. Yeah. Look, Diggs was right there. One, Jesus Christ. Two. That's yeah. insane. That he has insane. it. All right. Uh, Cowboys defense has been stepping up. But, yeah. So, like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, you're playing the Lions, and you don't start – and you start Baker Mayfield. Why? Wow. <laughs> you didn't need to. Then you play the Ravens. Okay, maybe start him, but then – But if you sat him against the Lions, he'd be fine. He'd be fine now. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like – but then he ends up where you could have won this game, and it's just – Yeah. It's just poor – Poor decision making from the office. From Stefanski. Everyone's all in Stefanski. I don't know if he's the guy. I don't think he is either. All right. And finally, number one, 
This wouldn't be talking dirty if it wasn't for this guy. I'm waiting for this. I, I would give giant props up to our boy Antonio Brand, number one. Woo! It's been a long time. He hasn't been here for a while. Yeah, so we obviously our podcast has been built on just Antonio Brown news every week. We had a new crazy story. Yeah, we started. It was when he went batshit crazy with the Raiders. Every week it was another uh, Antonio Brown update. Mm -hmm. Um, We're back. Amy's back. We talked about this recently, but it was kind of like disproven in the media, and everyone stopped talking about it. Yeah, Um, he faked the vaccination card. Yeah, no, it was completely true. Yeah, so when we talked about it three weeks ago or whatever, the NFL said we'll look into it. They looked into it, and, and they, they found out yeah. right. It was like a cook of ABs came out and said, "Hey, he got a fake Vax card." And so, since it was a cook, no one believed them. But then, like, all right, we'll look into it. Just today, they announced he suspended three games for mm-hmm. faking his Vax card. And not only him, he also got. Uh, they also got Mike Edwards, uh, the safety for the uh, Buccaneers, mm-hmm. and then some scrub that they had in uh, 2019 or some bullshit. Um, or maybe not 2019, but it was like last year. Maybe. He's on the, He's a free agent right now. Yeah, he's a free agent right now. So it's one of those things. If he does play, if he does return to a team, he's suspended three games. Yeah, but I, I, it's just so funny. It's so fucking funny, dude. Like, why fake a vax card? Why don't you just NFL doesn't care for enough vaccine? Look at D Hop. Like he's yeah. It's like it's like hey, if you if you get your whole if you're all vaccinated, and you get your whole team COVID, you're gonna forfeit a game. That's like the only punishment the NFL has. You can get COVID if you're not vaccinated mm-hmm. and it's not getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so why would you even fake it? Why would you even He's go out your way? He's a nut job, dude. He's insane. He's, He's crazy. Insane. I bet. I bet. A, I bet Tom Brady's the one who gave it to him, dude. And like further beyond that, dude. So like when this broke, the Buccaneers came out and they said, "No, it's not a fake vaccine card." Mm-hmm. Clearly, it was. Apparently, according to the NFL. Oh my god. So no, like this, these catches are insane. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. So like. The Buccaneers, they're kind of low-key for me, one of the shadier organizations in the NFL right now. Absolutely. Do you have uh, a well, list? Well, obviously, the right. Cowboys are up. I don't know. If, I don't know top five. All right, come on. We said we said we're going to do it. Okay, well, number one, the Patriots. All right, this, this is guys' top five. Right, we use the weeks top five, top five shadiest organizations in the NFL. All right, All right. number one. These are organizations where I don't trust the lick of what the owner, general manager, anything comes out of these teams. Number one, the Patriots. Maybe biases, but they deflate balls. They spy on practices of the Jets and the Bengals. They uh, get tuggies at Asian spas. <laughs> and they, what was the other thing we are talking about? Uh, taping people practice. No, we said that. Deflate, kissing their kids on the lips. Man, just cheating in general. Cheating. There's a bunch of cheaters. I said cheating and getting uh, Asian tuggies in the text. Then, number two, I'm going to give it to the Cowboys. It's just because of Jerry Jones. He didn't do anything. I like, just, I, I just can't trust that man. I can't trust Jerry Jones. I agree. Like I see, when I so I was watching the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, and they showed the whole Jones family. So it was all a bunch of fucking white boy stiffs with big ass ears that got XM radio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this family looks like the white family in Get Out. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just don't trust them. So that's number two. Number three, probably the Bucks. Um, number four. I don't know. What do you think? Um, number four. Uh, I can't think really. I mean, I feel like Mark Davis. Oh, oh, something. oh! Football team. A football team's out number one. Yeah. Okay. 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 Dan Snyder in the football Bump team. Number one. Patriots number two. Number three, the Cowboys. Number four, four the Bucks. I want to say the Raiders because I think the Raiders just seem shady. The Raiders maybe just because there's some. Mark Davis looks looks so dumb that I think he's actually a genius. 
That too, yeah. And Mark Davis is, makes me just scream like, that guy's doing back. Like, he deals. just gets that haircut just to be like, no one will see this coming. Yeah, moving the whole team to Vegas, probably yeah. to run his illegal, like, <laughs> hooker operation out of P.F. Chang's. Yeah, I just don't trust these organizations. Um, so. I'm trying to think there's a better one than... Like, anytime they drop some fucking blanket statement after some allegations, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're full of shit. I don't buy it. Like, there's some bullshit going on here. And we're never going to know the answer because you guys have so much money floating around mm-hmm. up Goodell's ass crack that we're never going to know the truth. And it's just going to stay at that. But they're fucks. They're all fucks. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking at all these teams. I'm trying to think of this. I don't think there's anybody else. Like, but that's just me. Anyways, let's take it over to our 50-yarders. All right, you want me to go first? The Texans are kind of shady if the whole with the whole Watson situation. I think they're just moronic. Yeah. All right, the order. Um, we are kind of. How about you go first? Because we already kind of got, talked about yours. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a PAT at this point, but I I just I would say PAT. I would not say PAT. I still think it's a good fifty. Bucks order. Pats Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully, hopefully, I pray to God, Brady just wins it and retires, because that'll be. Close the book on Brady. He beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He beat Bill Belichick. Hey, I can retire now. And I would be cheering for the Bucks as well there because yeah. I want seven Super Bowls out of the Patriots. Exactly. Well, do the Patriots have, have six? Tom Brady oh, okay, has seven. Okay. That'll be Tom Brady's eighth. Okay, okay, because we have six. Too, but yeah. franchise wise, yeah, Austin yeah, Pats yeah. both have six, and the Cowboys have five. And yeah, yeah, five. exactly. So yeah, I I would rather Tom Brady have however the fuck many Super Bowls, but and retire. And retire, then the Patriots getting more than us. Mm-hmm. It sucks that they'd be able to get another one, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would suck, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. Him getting the first one was, you know, it's like, ah, just get mm-hmm. however many now at this point. But, yeah, it pains me to say, but it's the only matchup, really, that on paper and kind of, like, story-wise sounds, like, the most enticing. That'd be a highly viewed Super Bowl. Exactly. It's the only thing, like, the NFL sitting there, like, money, you know? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't think of any other matchup that would be that sweet. Um, Stellars. <laughs> Stellars-Cowboys. <laughs> no way. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm literally rooting for anybody else to make the Super Bowl, yeah. though. I agree. But that's that's mine. It's kind of a PAT, I feel. But I think I think it's. I don't think it's a PAT. I still think the Pats Super uh, playoffs. Can they beat the Chiefs? Can they beat? Can the Bucks even make it? Like that MC looks tough. I don't know. Um. All right, my fifty yarder is. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a Yinzer like media we've been hearing probably for a while now. Yeah. Um. Stiller's gonna get Kenny Pickett. I hope so. So. My reasoning, so obviously the law Yenzers are saying Steelers are going to go for Kenny Pickett because Pitt, Steelers. It's, there's Yenzers being Yenzers, right? But I actually started thinking about it more. Uh, one, the Steelers don't like going free agency. So a lot of names that the Steelers, like quarterbacks, have been tied to next year are obviously Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. But then also, like, people said, oh, they should draft Kenny Pickett. I was thinking, oh, that's just Yenzers, like I said. But we always draft quarterbacks. We never go for free agency or trades. We always draft them and try to kind of raise them in our own. System right. Mm-hmm. Matt Candle was an offense coordinator at Pitt. wasn't wasn't I don't think Kenny Pickett was there when Matt Canada was, and they were off by like a season. But um, it's the Pitt still kind of runs a similar offense the way Canada had it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Kenny Pickett's been thriving in that. Um, and 
with our line the way it is, we need a mobile quarterback back there. And Kenny Pickett's definitely a mobile quarterback. Yeah, that's um, true. And then on top of that, too. I mean, any any rookie's really mobile for at least the first two years. Mm-hmm. I get. I mean, maybe it's just a look, but I get Herbert vibes with Kenny Pickett. I mean, they're, they're very similar to play. Very similar look, though. Yeah, absolutely. They're very similar to play, too. And then the last point I had about Kenny Pickett Steelers thing is that, uh, um, oh, we suck. And, and, and Kenny Pickett is going to be yeah. a high quarterback drafted, mm-hmm. and we suck. So we're going to have a, a higher pick than you should. Yeah, the only thing I am worried about is a lot of those teams that I was mentioning earlier in the crazy the back, draft back, thing back, back, back. have the back-to-back thing, and it's like, if you're a bad team and you got back-to-back picks, might as well take a quarterback. Yeah, but who are they again? The Jets that have their guy. Giants. Giants and Giants. It hurt. Okay, so Danny Dimes and Hurts, they might not be the guys, but is Kane Pickett really the one and two? No, I don't think so. Maybe for the Giants. I think they're that old Miss guy, and I think there's that That's North Carolina true. guy. Yeah. And then Kenny Pickett. Yeah, and Jacksonville's probably not gonna move on from Trevor Lawrence just yet. No, everyone else is gonna set. Mm-hmm. And then who's who's but Lions? Lions might, but they're good. They would Once take again. I don't know if Kenny's the first guy. Yeah, yeah. Guy I mean, board. but they might take what was his name, Corral or Corral yeah. or whatever. And then I don't know. I, I mean, if he goes like to the Lions, and then maybe the Giants get Kenny Pickett at that point. Nah. Yeah, we suck. We do. We do. And what, and what, what, I hope we just keep tanking. I hope we don't win crazy games. I think we should punt. I think we should punt. I think we should too. Just punt the whole season. I think I, I tweeted out punt the lot, punt the whole season. Put Ben back in for the last week against the Ravens when they have sitting everyone. Yeah, get him a win and let him retire. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, all right that's it. Can't pick it. Blurs. All right, let's take it over to the week thirteen pickums. Go do, do it. All right, first off, no, no, do, no do it. Huh? Pickums, pickums, pickums. <laughs> So we talk about. All right, um, it's it's my thing. I thought I did pick up. Oh wait, you do. Yeah, you got. This oh my god, Mister, right, I'm guy bud. with this whole podcast. Right, bud. Why don't we just make change no. the talking guy? No. All right, or we're talking guy now. You find it open. You just attack the boy every <laughs> single time, dude. All right, uh, or welcome back to Talking Guys Pickums. Right. Um, Thursday night football. We both put the Cowboys right now. They are winning ten to seven in field goal range. Twenty seconds before half. It's most likely going to be 17-7 or 13-7 by halftime. Um, we both put the Cowboys. It's looking good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, next, 1 o'clock games. On Sunday, we have the Cardinals in Chicago versus the Bears. Uh, the Cardinals are favored by 7.5. I'm writing down Cardinals for you. Do you care to rebuttal? No. Okay. <laughs> Justin Field is questionable, but no. No, it doesn't matter. Um, no, they, they, they literally, the Cardinals uh, announced that Kyler and DeHaal are back. Oh god, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna fucking travel. So they're gonna get they're gonna I, I, I think What's the spread? Seven and a half. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's because there's no Khalil Mack. But seven and a half is like a good upper one. Yeah, like that's I think that's usually. Like I'd a, flirt with ten and a half. I, I, I I'm sure you can get good odds on that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we got the Eagles in New York versus the Jets. The Eagles are favored by seven. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean. Eagles aren't a great team, but the Jets are shitty. So yeah, so I'm cool with that yeah. spread. Um, I'm going birds. See, this is where I'm. No, yeah, Jets are winning two in a row. No, I'm going birds. birds for sure. All right. Next, we got this is a really shitty week. I think pretty much. Um, we got the Colts in Houston versus the Texans. The Colts are favored by ten. No. Is that a touchdown? He's not celebrating, so no. Okay, good. Uh Colts. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Taylor's back this week. 
Yeah, unless it should be cake. Oh, he's so far out of bounds. Yeah. He didn't even get a, one foot in. Um, next, this is one of the few like actually good games of the week. Chargers in Cincinnati versus the Bengals. The Bengals are favored by three. I'm taking the Bengals personally because I think the Chargers, <laughs> yeah, I, they are so iffy. They are so hit or miss that I'm sh- I could see the Chargers coming out winning. I can equally see them coming out losing. I think this three-point spread should be like a coin flip. We were talking about this earlier. I do think this is going to be like the game of the week. Like yeah, after the yeah. fact. Like we're going to be like, that game is sweet. I mean, if you look at the last time that the Chargers and the – has played the AFC North – Two out of three times, it's a fucking shootout mm-hmm. for like fifty plus points or sixty plus points. Mm-hmm. So I even when they lost to the Ravens this year, they got. I'm gonna wrecked. say Chargers. If we have no differences, I'll stick with it. But if we end up getting like three differences, I might change it up to Bengals because I do think the Bengals will win. But I can go Chargers for the sake of differences. Mm-hmm. Um, the over under right now is fifty and a half. I might take that over. Easily. Yeah, yeah, I would. All right, next game, we have the Bucks in Atlanta versus the Falcons. The Bucks are favored by 11. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I would take them as cover, maybe. Nah, they're going to get fucking shit on. Cordell Patterson, dude. They're going to get OBJ shit on. All right, next game, we have the Giants in Miami versus the Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by four. I'm on the... Wait, I'm on who versus the Dolphins? The Giants. Mike Glennon? Yeah, yeah Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Dolphins, too. Um, dude, we might have any. We might have no differences. Actually, I only have a couple games from left. That could be either or. Um, next, we have the Vikings in Detroit versus the Lions. The Vikings are favored by seven. And it brings us to the Detroit-style pick them. And I believe it's my turn. Yeah. Because last week, I picked, even I picked the Bears, I think it's your turn. No, I picked the Bears. Oh, so I'm not, I'm not no, saying. you picked last week because you said my my thanks no, to Turkey Day part. Because I because I, I actually went to the Detroit style pick them the week before against the Browns. That's a uh, okay, okay. So I said, even though know, it's your pick, yeah. I'm, unless you want to do your pick and nah, we'll just do you guys. I said because I said even though it's your pick, I have my Turkey Day parlay already. Just go. Um, who's it? Vikings Lions seven point spread. I'm gonna say. Minus 13. Under. Okay. Under. Last time these guys played, it was under. Uh, Whoa, excuse me. Holy hell. I, I think I can see the Vikings blowing them out. I was going to go 10, but I, I think they're going to be in a big blowout. All right. All right. Next, one. Next, we have the Jag. Oh, four o'clock games. Four, four oh five. We have the Jaguars in LA versus the Rams. The Rams are thirteen point favorites. Do you think that's too much? No. Do you think they have like the comeback game this week? Uh, yeah, because I think they had a really good game with the Packers and lost. I think when they play the shitty ass Jaguars, they're going to destroy them. Fair enough. Four oh five. We have the Washington Football Team in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Raiders are two and a half point favorites. Oh, I don't know the figure. I, I see. I feel like I'm picking the Raiders, but like I would not hate picking the football team. That's where I'm at. I I, I want I, like, my brain does go Raiders, but at the same time, I think the football team is it like, at Vegas. Vegas. I'm going football team, and here's why. Not only is Gibson killing it recently, mm-hmm. you also have Terry McLaurin with Curtis Samuel coming back. Logan Thomas is fully back now. 
their tight end, who the Raiders' tight end defense is atrocious. So, and the Raiders just had that close win against the Cowboys where they should have lost on Thanksgiving. They had a little bit more time to prepare than the football team, and it's East Coast to West Coast, but I'm going to go with the football team. I'm going to Raiders. Okay. No reason except for you went for football team. No, that's fine. Because I, I honestly, I agree with all of you said, mm-hmm. but before you even said anything, I said I'm going to take the opposite because it's such a up-in-the-air tight game that overthinking it, I'm just going to go reverse. And I think the I think the no-names are like the more hungry team right now. Yeah, I, that's why I was leaning no names because I think they, they're in a playoff spot right now and they want to stay in that playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. to win. You know, the Raiders, they're... I don't know what to make of the Raiders. Like they beat, they come out and beat the beat up Cowboys. They start off really good, then they yeah. fell off. All this shit happened to them with Rod. And I mean, and, if Darren Waller doesn't play, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Like I got to worry. I, trash this year. Yeah, I, I don't even know if Josh Jacobs is playing this week. But if he does, he played last week. Yeah, if if he does play this week, then all right. I kind of like you. Not too worried about it. All right. Turn with the B. Like Wandavision. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Ooh. This turned off. All right, next we have uh, 425. We have the 49ers in Seattle versus the Seahawks. Somehow the 49ers are only three and a half point favorites. What? Huh? What? What? Cue, cue the home improvement line. <laughs> Tim Allen. Uh, I'm going 49ers. They're just a better team here. I don't care what the line is. It's the fucking 49ers, dude. You're going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. And they're going to win. <laughs> because they've been so shitty. Yeah. I, they need a win. They do, but like... I, just, I mean, I think 49ers are better, 100%. There's no logic here. I'm just feeling my gut Seahawks. All right. And that's usually... I usually... I've been good with my gut all year. Look at that. Four differences. We're, we're, we're doing good. Yeah. Our next game. Yeah. We have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Pittsburgh Stellars. Sunday night? No, 425. Okay. I'll be there. So we're going to win. Fair enough. I'm going Ravens and the curse will return. Yeah, Steelers. Curse kind of did return anyway. So. I mean, it's, I'm not going to get pick against the Steelers. I'm going to get Yeah. And then uh, Sunday Night Football, we have the Broncos in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. I'm going Chiefs, but I like that line. I yeah. think the Broncos can cover. I think so, too. And Yeah, I, I agree. I, th- I, think, I think if the Chiefs can... I think the Chiefs, if they're officially back, they will blow the fuck out of... Yeah, the, the they kind of have to blow the shit. Out. They'll, they'll they blow to... the shit out of the Broncos. Yeah, like... they have to blow the fuck out of them. <laughs> they have to take. They have to take the Broncos and blow them. <laughs> but if they're not bad, then they'll win. They'll squeak out a win. No, yeah, they got to bend the Broncos over a barrel and all the bad teams that play the rest of the year. They have to blow them from behind. Um, and then finally Monday night, this might be the actual best game of the week: the Patriots in Orchard Park versus the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are favored by two and a half. I'm going to go Bills because they're at home. If this isn't Gillette, forget about it. I'm flipping it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying right now because they're going to play again in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. I'm going to home team both games. I'm going to go Bills here and Pat's next one. These teams are so evenly matched that I think home field advantage is going to do it for them. Yeah, it's right. You're right. Um, the, thing, the only thing I'm wondering about is the loss of Tredavious White. That's big. Yeah, huge. That's big for them. So, I... I'll go Pats. I'll go Pats. I don't like it. And that's that's all I'm going to say about it. 
don't like it, but I'm going to say Pats. I just feel like it would piss me off more if the Patriots won. I heard you're, I heard you're going to get it. And then because I took the Ravens, the Steelers will win. Also, fuck us because they're just going to keep winning games for some reason. And then Patriots I, are the top of the AFC. I would like to propose for your punishment this year, you have to buy a Patriots jersey and wear it. No. no. Yeah. If, no. if you've even been doing your Jets one. I do it, but no. I don't go anywhere, so I don't wear it, really. I'm going to put that out there. If people agree with it. Of course you're going to agree with it. Okay, well, you're doing it then if you lose. I don't do it. Can I even go vintage at least? Maybe any Patriots ever. Any Patriots. Like, I could get, like, Randy Moss. Yeah, as long as it's Patriots. I don't want to. Let's table that. No! What do you mean, no? We just talked about $20 as a punishment. That's so lame. What do you mean? You have to have a punishment. That was so much better for me, too. I know, but we only did that because... Keep flipping the script on me. I mean, I, I just... I. I, I think it'd be hilarious. I get a tie in a week, and you're like, all right, Patriots jersey. If you blew me out, you'd be saying, all right, $20. No, I wouldn't. Because I just saw it because you were heavy anti-Pats this episode. I am heavy anti-Pats. I know, but I'm thinking you really nailed it down this week, and I was thinking, like, uh, when you picked the Pats right there, I was like, oh, you, I think in my head I was going to say, you love the Pats. You know, I do that kind of shit. And that's when it started going. And when I said, you love the pads, I was going to tell my head, you should get a jersey. Oh, wow, that'd be the good punishment. All right, man. All right, anyways, take it over pop culture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hashtag give guy on pads jersey. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's take it into some pop culture. Pop, pop. Uh, not much this week with movies, honestly. Um, I think that House of Gucci dropped. I heard good things. I'm heard probably not going to see it in theaters. I'll probably, like, stream it when it comes out that way. But, uh, the big thing I had, so Spider-Man No Way Home dropped some posters with the villains. Um, and we saw, we see if Electro, there's, like, some type of arc reactor mm-hmm. he's rocking now. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, in the trailer, which, I don't know if this is going to be one of those things that's edited out later, but we did see Doc Ock with, like, the Iron Man kind of colors in his... Uh, tentacles, his metal arms. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe that's something that like all these guys just get Tony Stark hop ups or something. So I a video kind of broke in, broke it down, kind of went into it. Mm-hmm. One, they said how Electro's thing looks a lot like Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. I so feel it could that. be something like that. Mm-hmm. And the Doc Ock thing, I heard the the guy theorized because um, if you look at the one scene where you really see it, kind of, it's under the bridge where he kind of puts the tentacle near. Uh, Peter. Peter Parker and he goes but you're not Peter Parker mm-hmm. and there's a part of the suit missing so they're saying what if the part of that suit the nanotech Isn't went into Doc Ock yeah like, like yeah. that's why it's missing because it went into the Doc Ock's tentacles mm-hmm. um, and then also Tom Holland apparently signed on to do three more Spider-Man movies post No Way Home huge huge because huge. there's rumors that like, he was going to leave the franchise after this movie so mm-hmm. I feel like that was just him trying to be like a little shithead I think that was just because there's no contracts. And there's or, like, no... he's like, yeah, I don't know, Did man. he say Maybe that? Not... Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh. But, um, but anyways, that's all I have for Spider-Man, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Jordan Peele's third movie, Nope. <laughs> it's finished filming, so hopefully we get a trailer soon. Because I'm excited for that. Uh, then Nicolas Cage was cast as Dracula in some Renfield monster movie. So I don't get that. And great. That's they also... great casting. They also added Aquafina to the cast as well. Yeah, that's, so, this is kind of like I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what to expect. I I, I love it. 
I, dude, Nick Cage is the man. And then Magic. You know, I've never seen the Ghost Rider movies. Oh, I love the first one was great. Second mm. one stunk. Yeah, that's one of those movies that Josh Kansley did. That's a great movie. Mm. And then speaking of terrible movies, though, Magic Mike Three is confirmed. Channing Tatum will return, and the original director, I guess from Magic Mike One, is back, and apparently it's going to HBO Max. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, like all the chicks are gonna be like all over this movie, I and just you, like I heard, you love the match. I saw the first one; it sucked. You loved it because the abs. Yeah, dude, the fucking abs, bro. You're like, whoa! Right. You're theater go, whoa! But yeah, that's all I have for movies. Anything you want to add? Uh, yeah, next week. What's the tenth? What day is that? Uh, Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Um, that, that really good movie on Netflix that's coming out, it's going to come out. Don't Look Up? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm going to check that out too. Like, that could be like, it'd be like an instant watch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let me know how that is. I probably won't watch it immediately. Early so. reviews are saying like, it's both the best comedy of the year and like Oscar contention. Ooh, okay. And like comedies don't... Like Leo Oscar, Oscar or like but the Oscar movie, in general? The movie. Okay. Uh, so like, I can't wait for it because yeah. comedy movies don't even get... Oscar noms and they said it's just enough comedy to be considered a comedy alright while also being kind of like uh, The Nice Guys yeah which I've never seen a movie that's always been on my list to watch movie, I, yeah. I really want to watch that movie I heard nothing but great things that and then you want some movie I want to watch in the next couple weeks because Christmas mm-hmm. never saw it before Bad Santa Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I've, I've never heard a single person say a bad word about yeah, that. Yeah, people name. say it's, like, the best Christmas movie. I don't know about that, but, like, it's a really good one. Yeah, I always hear people say it's, like, a funny movie besides being Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then it's also funny because Christmas. Yeah, it's, like, classic Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Like, like you know, like, uh, the Bad News Bears movie? Like, yeah. the little reboot? It's, like, that same vibe of Billy Bob Thornton. But, like, more rated R? Yeah, but more rated R. Yeah. I love that bad news bears. Mm-hmm. That was a great one. Um, anyways, over to TV. So we didn't really go much into it because I, I wasn't caught up at the time, but Hawkeye episode two and three have aired and we've both seen them mm-hmm. since then. Um, episode two was great. Uh, just kind of more exposition on the character development between Hawkeye and Hawkgirl. Kate Bishop. Is it just Kate Bishop? I choose it by Kate Bishop. There's no like superhero right. tag, I don't think. Um, but yeah, their dynamic. I think it's Hawkeye picked Kate Bishop. I think she uh, takes okay. the mantle. Same Hawkeye. name. Okay. Yeah, but it's like when they're referring to her, it's Hawkeye Kate Bishop. Gotcha. gotcha. From all the nerd videos I watch, that's what the comic book nerds call her. Yeah, and then uh, but episode three, that's where it kind of gets meaty with uh, a lot of the possible things to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get more of Echo, the new character for Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. Who's going to be more of an anti-hero, it looks like. She's going to get her own show in the future. Uh, she looks like a badass. Um, She's sick. Yeah, deaf one leg and kick it ass. <laughs> then we also see a potential hand of Kingpin. Mm, that's definitely Kingpin. Yeah, probably Kingpin. And also, we don't know if it's going to be the same Kingpin from the Daredevil series on Netflix, the Marvel Netflix show. But I, I think it would be because I think I said before he's technically MCU. Obviously, yeah. never like did the reverse references. Yeah, but that is MCU. Like they had MC, I, they referenced MCU in those. Shows. I hope they do it because, like I was saying earlier with you when I was watching it, but it would be so perfectly timed and typical Marvel if like the Wednesday before. Spider-Man dropped, you had the big reveal mm-hmm. of that Kingpin being the guy, whoever the actor is, I don't know his name. Vincent but, D'Onofrio. Yeah, and then it's kind of like the precursor for people going into Spider-Man, like, you, you're you going to see Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Yeah. 
So, like, I think that's typical Marvel. That's something they do. Um, so I'm excited. It's all looking great. Uh, the arrows they're shipping out are fucking insane. They're great. They're insane. Like a Play-Doh arrow, the the purple smoke arrow. Yeah, they're the, hitting the uh, grappling hook one where they hit yeah. the tree farm. They are hitting the gas pedal on the purple color for Hawkeye all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I feel like they never associated him with the color purple, even though that's true to his comic book character. Yeah. But like now with uh, Kate Bishop, they're like just like purple, everything purple, make it purple. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I think there was maybe an Ultron. He had like a dark purple like just like suit. Like, yeah, in the in the what if. You mean? No, but I think there was like in the, oh, in the Age of Ultron movie. I think there, there, and like there was one of the uh, Avengers movies where he had purple, and they referenced it like mm-hmm. that's why. But it's like it was so dark, it looked black. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, I mean I, I love it. I, I think I was telling you before, uh, off pod for those who don't know, a little comic book nerd history shit. The reason Hawkeye's purple is because Marvel likes making their villains purple. Like Mysterio has purple in it. Yeah. Uh, Thanos, obviously. Like a lot of, there's a lot of villains that are purple related. And Hawkeye's first issue, he was a villain. So like one purple. issue, then they they turned him. So that's why he's purple. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else for Hawkeye though? Uh, no, I think I'm just so excited for this. Yeah, it's been a great show. It's probably been. I don't know if it's better than Loki at this time. But I think it's definitely number two right now for me. Yeah, I think it's better than WandaVision. And I think it's better than Falcon and Soldier. WandaVision's weird. I liked it at the time. And I like what it set up. But I didn't. I, I, but there, not, yeah, it's I sleep about rewatching it. And I was like, I started to. I, I, I don't want to watch it. To. I don't want to. Yeah, the boner joke thing killed me. Yeah, like there's so much stuff when I was watching mm-hmm. WandaVision that I wanted to come true. Yeah. And it just fucking didn't. Like I, I think I was saying earlier too, like WandaVision was good at the time. Or I might have been saying somebody else. It was good at the time. It was what we needed for the introduction to Phase 4. But now we have Phase 4 full in effect. It's kind of like whatever. Like whenever like we were deep into the Avengers and all that, and then it's like you watch Thor 1. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I don't really care for this. But when it first came out, you're like, this is awesome. Oh, absolutely. But uh, anything else for Hawkeye, though? No. All right. Next up, the Book of Boba Fett dropped their trailer. Mm-hmm. The show is airing. Uh, That's like a weird like 30 second one. Right? That's it. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's like yeah. It, there was a longer one before than this one. Yeah, that showed more. I think. Mm-hmm. I did watch um, it. and I was like, I don't get it. It's yeah, it's going to be chicken. seven episodes naturally, and naturally. it's going to be airing on the 29th. All right, I'm excited. So, for it. yep. By the end of this month, you're going to have more Star Wars in your life. So, anything from the trailer you wanted to touch on? I, I honestly barely remember because it's so quick. Yeah, I did watch it. They're going to dive into like I feel like what they're going to do is uh. They're kind of ha- kind of a story developing of what Boba Fett's plans are or what mm-hmm. he's going to be doing, but they're going to constantly flash back to how Boba Fett came to the Mandalorian. Yeah, like I, pretty much the progression from Return of the Jedi to the Mandalorian. Yeah, because they they mentioned this like Fett, and they mm-hmm. show him in like a uh, now it's talking back to me, and they show yeah. him in one of those back to tanks. Yeah, so like I think they're going to show him get out of the Sarlacc, which that's all I want. Yeah, that's exactly. all I want from this Explain. show. The rest of it you can Explain do whatever you want with. You can do whatever you want with like the uh, mob shit because like that's dope. It's always been dope. I love mob shit. I love mob shit in space. Mm-hmm. But I just want to see him escape the scar- Sarlacc. I didn't catch it. But yeah, yeah I, I've been dying for that. Mm, I agree. Um, and then apparently, so this kind of dropped. You know, George R. R. Martin is kind of coming out after like everything, trying to promote his new show and trying to defend himself on the horribleness of Game of Thrones at the end. Yeah. He came out and said that apparently after season five, after the season five finale, he begged HBO to do ten seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they just didn't listen. 
fucking Hollywood and their money grabbing D bag writers, yeah, and producers and um, God pisses me off. Uh, you have the creator telling you like, "Yo, man, ten seasons, what you need." Apparently, oh, obviously, you said season five after he after season five into that. Um, my other friend said he also read that George R. Martin said he hated the show after season four. Yeah, yeah. So from season five on, he's hated. Yeah, so pretty much like season four, he's like, all right, this is getting perfect. Pretty much right when they started dishing like the Stonehearts shit. You ever see like Lady Stonehearts stuff? Yeah, yeah, with Cat. Yeah, yeah, where Catelyn like comes back to life from Baron, from Baron Vaughn, whatever. Yeah. And just like goes batshit crazy against like all the Stark enemies. Yeah, no, that means so sweet. So, like, I feel like ever since they ditched that, he's been like, I don't know, man. I can see, I can see, like, after George R. R. Martin dies, 20 years from now, they redo the Thrones. It'll be tough, but I agree. But like, he like, has the, to finish his goddamn books. Absolutely. But that's, what, that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, gone. after he dies, yeah. af- it's going to be, like, 20, 30 years removed from this one. Yeah. They're going to have the full, whole, all the books out. Every, the whole, everything's going to be there, and they're going to redo it. He's got to finish his fucking things, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Uh, it's always sunny. Just came back. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, I got a big list of stuff to watch. Yeah. Including, like, Doom Patrol and all that. Yeah. But, a... uh, all right. Let's take it over to your jams of the week for music. Um, well, first up, it's now the acceptable time to listen to Christmas Ooh, music. can I do a real quick break in this for NBA? Yeah, yeah. The... Biggest point margin of victory in the NBA just happened. Really? What was the score? Grizzlies beat the Thunder 152 to 79. Jesus Christ. 73 points. That is the largest. That is the largest win in NBA history. That's crazy. All right, sorry. But anyway, so now is the acceptable time to be listening to Christmas music. Now Thanksgiving's passed. Absolutely. So, like, now no matter what side of the fence you're on, everybody's listening to Christmas, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I want to take this time to go through some obscure Christmas songs that I really fuck with. Um, so, I do this from time to time every year. But uh, this is one that's newer that I don't think I've mentioned before that I really fucked with. It's EDM, but it's called Christmas Time, Dimitri Vegas and Lake Mike, and Amir Van Buren. And then it gets down with it. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of sweet. You hate it, but you love it. Nah, you feel... Huh? You hate it and love it? No, I love it. I I feel like you hate it, but you love it. I mean, I think it's pretty hype, but I think it's so corny. It is corny. I think it's very corny. It's, it's like, so cool. I can't wait to Christmas time. Like, I think it's very corny, but... Like, the bells and the drop is just hilarious yeah. to me. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's good. I love that. Yeah. It's good. I I don't think I'm gonna save it and listen to it regularly. 
But I can't say it's bad, you know? I'll probably be having one of those every week up until Christmas. Uh, but anyways, New Music Friday, there wasn't really anything. Um, so I just had two jams for you. So pick your poison. Oh, okay. Um, or wait, no, three. Three. Yeah, damn it. So I got Sweet Talker by Years and Years in Galantis. This is a whatever one, I feel, but... Mm-hmm. Someone's making my hips gyrate. Yeah. Mm. That's standard. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Then I got Don't Miss Me by Claire Rasincrans. Just a vibe. I really like this actually so far. I like it from the very beginning, honestly. I really like this song actually. Yeah, I mean, I heard, I was like, I kind of vibe with this right now. Then I got uh, a. It's called Don't Miss Me, dot the dot, Don't Miss Me, by Claire Rosinkranz. Oh, is it not on the jams yet? It's on the jams. It's the third one down. Mm. Then I got uh, Sunroof by Nikki Yor and Dazzy. You really like this one too. I like <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, all, of them, all of them are kind of a vibe. I like them all. Um, but that's really it. Like, everything else is like, it's a bunch of like Latin American music uh, this week. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like any special holiday or anything, but they're just kind of rolling with it. Um, but you got a winner? Is it Don't Miss Me? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, it's not a Christmas song. Oh, is that Christmas? <laughs> I can't wait for Christmas. Uh, no, yeah, no. I just looked her up because every voice sound familiar. She sings another song I know too. Claire, oh, okay, whatever it's called, Backyard Boy. That's a song. I haven't, I haven't heard of her yet. But yeah, go check out Backyard Boy. It's a good one too. <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, Sid was here this fucking weekend, and he, we're, he was, we were talking about Doja Cat, and we were just like, you know, like how we do it, like we just put on music videos. Mm-hmm. So we we're just watching Doja Cat music videos, and he never heard the cow song that she did. Yeah. And he was just shocked. <laughs> he was like, "This is what she like started with." I was like, "Yeah, this yeah. is like this is like her She's first great. song." She's great. And he was like, "This is good. ridiculous." Sid, <laughs> uh, I miss Sid. Like, I'm a cow moo. Like, <laughs> I, I miss Sid. Yeah, it was, it was a good time though. But yeah, I mean, not much this week. So take it away, Ryan. All right, uh, koozies are a great Christmas present. So buy a koozie, seven bucks a piece. You still have some left uh, after so a big bad. flash. Friday, Black Friday sale. And yeah, and Cyber Monday and Cyber December. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Derek Sports and TikTok. I did put some on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you're breaking the clipboard on your head. <laughs> Me breaking the clipboard on your head. Yeah.
Um, I like forgot about that until you posted the video. I was like, oh yeah, I do. Remember I, I don't remember that happening. Yeah, how do you not remember? I got smacked upside of the clipboard. I just don't remember that. <laughs> Joey said to me, I was like, I have no idea this video existed. This is the greatest video ever. Um, all right, two chains line on the wig. I know everyone just listened. You should have commented when guy makes a bad pick and pickums. I always quit people using it on top. Um, yeah, I know everyone's listening to our two-hour podcast just for like this part. So, two chains line of the week. I know you love me, and I know you're down because we always end up fucking every time I'm in town. That's a good one. That's a like really that. that that's like the best that one in a while. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah. All right. All right. See you guys. Peace out. This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Stones throw the things you learn are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat.